Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Big Guns. Please enjoy episode 10. Rise, extra rise. Welcome back, the big guns. I believe last session we did a lot of towning and slice of life. Started getting some hints at some deeper intrigue going on in our fair little town of Marl. As well as finally getting paid from your last big job that went pretty much as south as it could without anybody dying. And on that note, we pick up as you are on your way to the closest ley line nexus that you know of. Just the cusp of Jeb Cochran's property, so that um, Lorena can make good on her final promise here and resurrect your fallen companion. So it is a little bit of a creepy ride, just because our necromancer friend looks a little something like this, and that should hopefully appear for you now. It did. That's, that's creepy. How many wild. arms is that? Wait, that's too many arms. <laughs> are those are those corpses? They all appear to be a living entity. That is not... Uh, okay, that is a lot of arms. Lorena has referred to him as Sithis, and other than him acknowledging her, he has said very little on this ride. Who's sitting across or next to him? No I one. I will. Charlie <laughs> <laughs> gives zero fucks. Oh, guys, sorry. I, I'm going to have to go up front. I have to drive, obviously, so uh, <laughs> have fun in the back there. <laughs> okay. What does Sithis smell like? Um, probably like incense and bone. Mm. And maybe some dust. It's very dusty. Uh, I think my mouth is watering a little bit. Your little <laughs> seat where your feet don't even come anywhere near the edge of the seat. <laughs> uh, are you bringing any other members of the big guns with you? Ward, Clark, or Karis? Mm, I don't think so. I didn't come for him. Yeah, I think we're just doing this uh, quick under-the-radar dealio. If it all goes south, we don't need everybody there to die. So as you're driving down, it takes a good bit. 15-20 minutes at top speed. Mostly just going over the rather kind of gentle rolling plains here. 
And um, as you're traveling, Lorena is in the back working on a spell, uh, holding a little bit of metal that has the dried blood of uh, Yusha still on it. So Charlie, you are detecting magic coming off of her quite severely. Yeah, I'm definitely very interested in everything that's going on with everybody. And her eyes are basically just kind of like closed, but you can see like that fluttering, almost like she's like dreaming. Mm. And she's just chanting to herself kind of softly. Tess, are you following in the Glitter Girl, or are you coming just... Are you, I mean, are you expecting trouble? I am always expecting trouble, and I am definitely <laughs> following in the Glitter Girl. Okay. Masuki is agoraphobic. Life just doesn't look the same when you're outside of the can. Mm-mm. That's right. It feels scary out there. Wait, agoraphobia is people, right? What's the wide open spaces one? No, that's, that's it. the one. Agoraphobia. agoraphobia. You're yeah. right. Ah, oh, damn. That's so good. <laughs> Somebody the fear of people's common sense. <laughs> and Masuki, what's going through your brain as you're heading off to this, well, the first resurrection you've ever been to? Well, yeah, so I don't know anything about resurrections. Legitimately, the only thing I'm thinking is she better make good on her promise or this is all going to be terrible. Well, if what little Flint has let slip, she hasn't uh, reneged yet, so. I mean, I get that. I'm just saying, <laughs> if Yusha doesn't come back, this will be the day I make my new character. Because I'm going to try and Wah-wah. kill her. <laughs> <laughs> So during the journey, we're going to go ahead and have a little interlude here. So an opportunity for everybody to get some extra bennies, which, by the way, you start off with your standard amount. Well, Seems like we might need them if <laughs> you should <laughs> Yeah, somebody might be wanting extra. Uh, so what we'll do is I'll give a card to each of you. That will determine the kind of tone of what it is, but it's up to you to pick the activity you prefer uh, between downtime, backstory, and trek. Would anyone like to volunteer to go first? I'm down. Alright, Tess. So you got a club. Mm -hmm. So, with a club, if you choose downtime, your hero broods or is angry about something, what is it? And how does she misbehave? If you choose backstory, it's a tale of misfortune from your hero's past, perhaps revealing something of the hindrance or a dark secret. Or if you choose a trek, it's a hardship that the party overcame on their trip. The tragic death of a favorite extra. Oh, that hits the nail on the head, doesn't it? (laughs) Spoiled or lost supplies, a mechanical breakdown, abysmal weather, or so on. So basically, a horrible part of your journey that you've had before, a tale of misfortune from your backstory, or just a current angry kind of brood. Mm, Let's go with backstory. Alright, so regale us of a tale of misfortune. And then, like I said, it can either be something if you want to bring it up in character, or it could be just you setting a little scene for us to view. Alright, let's set the scene at the age of 14. Back when I was hiding out and pretending to be a human so I wouldn't be discovered by the Coalition. Due to the fact that my family had sent me here to live with my aunt and I had no idea that uh, we were actually legit on the run. I feel like I spent most of my time just uh, working in the factory, doing doing my part. Because that's what you do. You bring home the bacon. You help your aunt clean. Make sure your little cousins are taken care of. You work out in the field. You clean your glitter boy armor. So my aunt didn't actually want me to go off and crusade in this armor. And that's where this story begins. 
on the day that I ran away to become the glitter girl that I am today. At the ripe old age of 16, which is why I'm so attached to Yusha, and I feel like at the end of the day she's going to be the next me, even though she doesn't know it yet, because she came from nothing and she's about to become everything. By sheer dint of will. But yeah, so I just took off. Didn't say a word. Uh, I left not a note, just a small picture with a, uh, a piece of metal on top of it. I'm not sure what the metal's for yet. I'm sure I'll write that into a story later on and come up with why it's relevant to anything and means so much to my aunt and why she probably keeps that piece of metal around her neck right now so we have a connection in some sort of way, shape, form, or fashion at all times. But anyway, ran away. Found someone to teach me to use the glitter boy armor. Took a lot of dent of will and actually, I guess, more just like the fact that I wouldn't go away because originally he told me to my face there was no way I'd ever be able to use the armor and I should probably just go back home and sell it because that was the best thing that would be for me and my family but uh, I showed up every day I showed up every day relentlessly for six months until finally he just broke down and decided that okay if you want to be a student that badly I'll be a teacher I like it I'm sorry it's not fleshed out but I just came up with it on the fly that's how it's supposed to be. Excellent work. Go ahead and give yourself a Benny. How dare you improvise? <laughs> I gotta come up Who would like names. to go next? I'll go. Alright, Will. Charlie gets a six of diamonds. So, for a downtime activity, it would be your, you study or work on an object of some sort. What is it? If you want to share a bit of your backstory, it'd be something your hero wants or already has. It might be a material possession, recognition, political goal, or even a trip he wishes to take for some amazing destination. As far as a journey, it would be how the group found something that helped them along the way, such as an oasis, minor treasure, ammo, food, friendly locals, etc. Now, I'll give you a second to think and actually to assist Justin. Justin, you've got a club... Uh, so the same kind of deal as Masuki did. Uh, if you your downtime, like something you were angry about, um, something that might have caused you to act out, if it's a part of your backstory, it's a tale of misfortune that might tie into your hindrances. Uh, and if it was a journey, a particularly hard one that uh, had a lot of tragedy or obstacles. Gotcha. Okay, so Charlie's downtime. It's been spending a lot of time underneath the tables of a wizard's guild. Wizards are wealthy and pretty prone to accidentally dropping food, so it's a nice place for Charlie to be for that reason. Uh, One day, a witch enters the guild and lays down a challenge. If any of them can capture her cat familiar and a key around its neck, they'll win a key to her heart and access to her most powerful secrets. She sets the cat down and it quickly runs away howling into the night the wizards get up kind of shoving and pushing over one another to engage in pursuit which kind of smirks as she watches them all leave and then she traipses into the guild and steals all of their most valuable belongings Charlie just kind of watches this and uh, later he thinks he's gonna try and chase after that cat I like it go ahead and give yourself a Benny sir alrighty Justin let's hear from a scene about mags here 
All right, so we're driving along. There's a lull in the mountaineer. We're all headed yeah. to. You got a Ringo. creepy skeleton being and, and a wizard lady in the back with Charlie. Yeah. So you got a an empty co-pilot seat. Yeah. So uh, Mag is feeling kind of how like you know, there's a little awkward silence in there and realizes he's gonna have to do something about it. So he kind of pipes up. Oh, this brings back memories. I remember the first time I came back from the dead. It was my first battle. Right outside the city. They had robots coming in. There's a noise everywhere. You know, the gunfire and explosions. But then I heard that specific boom that that undeniable rail gunfire and uh I look up and there's a there's a wolf cold wolf dead got struck straight in the leg by a rail gun and here it is falling on top of me try to roll out the way it was too late pinned me by the legs couldn't move couldn't see anybody all I could hear is the gunfire and the screams as all my uh, platoon died around me. The only mercy I had was that I eventually lost consciousness, thinking that was uh, the last time I'd close my eyes. When I woke up, I had these shiny new legs. And he, you know, knocks on his cybernetic legs. That's, uh, that's when I came back from the dead. It's also when I find out uh, exactly how many credits my life was worth when they handed me the bill. Way more than I had, but not as much as I would have liked to have seen. Been chasing money ever since. So nothing has changed for Max. <laughs> Hello, backstory. That's where it started, okay? There you go. They charged him for saving his life. He was an indentured servitude for the next five years. Wow, now he's greedy. Knock in on your greedy part. I was talking about the whole. (laughs) I heard rail guns, and I woke up. Everybody was dead but me. Oh yeah, yeah, that happened too. Yeah. And now the reason why you're so obsessed with capital is because that's how you define your actual self worth. Fuck. Mm -hmm. (gasps) Fuck. And the guy who handed him the bill just happened to be an elf. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well done, Justin. Go and give yourself a Benny. So yeah, the silence kind of. Once again, moves into the mountaineer, just the steady rumble of the engine, and then you hear like a weird, almost like the hissing sound of like uh, dozens of cockroaches. And you, Charlie, you kind of see Sithis, its weird skeletal face, just kind of moving in a rapid kind of sh- vibration. Your best guess is he's laughing. I thought he was talking. That would be funny if he was talking. I was like, fuck yes, learn a new language, thank you. <laughs> Wait, did Mag tell that story out loud? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That. that was all in character. Now, I don't know if he broadcast it to Mizuki, but he was it was definitely in the Mountaineer. Yeah, gotcha. I'll pop it up over the radio. It'd be weird if I didn't tell Mizuki. Charlie kind of frowns and then goes, so is that why we get rid of dead people with the same <laughs> cannon? It is uh, now. No, I, no I, I told you that story before... Uh, uh, Charlie, because uh, the rail, the boom gun is a, a very specific rail gun, a symbol of heroism and a sacrifice to protect all beings from the demons and monsters that would invade this world. Oh, they're different guns. 
Yeah, there's more than one kind of real gun. There were no boom guns there. If there were, I probably wouldn't have ended up on the ground. That's why we got Masuki. Isn't that right, girl? Definitely. I haven't died since she joined us. It would be improper to say so many other people have, though, right? <clears throat> I was gonna, I was gonna gloss over that, uh, but uh, yes, you're right. Some uh, many have. Nothing is infallible in this world. Keep that in mind, Charlie. No matter, no matter how big a gun you become, you can't stop death forever. The the hissing cockroach noise gets louder. <laughs> he has a very dark sense of humor. I see. Lorena just kind of eyes are open. I found your little town. Oh, and him, yes. Synthesis sense of humor is. Is there a term for less than lacking? I uh, believe it's called Sithis. That's a little joke there. Ha ha ha. The, the uh. cockroach laughing gets louder. <laughs> <laughs> I refer to it as Barati Vaughn, but I'm not in there. Wow, wow. <laughs> so, in a relatively short time, you cut through the Cochrane farmstead. You see the faint pale glow of the ley line in the early evening here. Um, as before, it's not a very large one. The r- one that runs perpendicular through it really only extends off a couple hundred yards. And unsurprising, or excuse me, not surprising, it no, no rift is being ripped through the sky, just the gentle, faint, humming blue glow of energy. So you all file out of the Mountaineer. Marina casts yet another spell. The tear in reality opens in front of you to a small place, and it's night, and you... It's hard to really see much. Actually, for those with blessed with dark vision, which I guess technically is all of you, you can make out uh-huh. the... Um, the ramshackle kind of mud huts of pine box in the distance. Um, Mag's gonna pass some antihistamines to Charlie. Oh yeah, Charlie, you're, you're hurting here right now because you got a ley line oh. and magic going on right in front of you, so it's it's not pleasant. I will eat whatever Mag's proffered at me. I don't know if it actually helps, but to me it's always been like allergies. <laughs> That's how I imagine it in my head. Because <laughs> yeah, he I, smells like, magic, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I sneeze to start sneezing immediately. Yeah. Huh, another good reason to be alone in my suit. At this point, I'm pretty <laughs> sure Masiki starts sweating profusely. Wow. wow. Let the nerves so this, set in. So this, without a word, just passes through the portal. Lorena, this one, this time doesn't look strained at all gestures with her staff. It'll close soon after I walk through, so... Mag slings uh, Chekhov over his shoulder and steps through the portal. Yep, fall suit. As soon as Charlie's through, I'm walking through. There is, like, a subtle difference as you pass through. Um, just a temperature shift. It's slightly colder. And then there's a different kind of smell in the air. Doesn't smell like you remembered Pine Box. Like the normal dry kind of Texas air is kind of gone, and you smell just much more like heavy vegetation and life. And as wow. Lorena follows you through the portal, you see that the earth at your feet looks exactly like you remember it, but surrounding the village are just like huge rolling hills of like 
just like alien kind of grains, like all sorts of colors, like purple, blue. There's three moons in the sky, and in the distance it looks like a series of rather jagged mountaintops surround this little valley. The former just kind of decrepit little pine box now nestles in just a, a bounty of plenty. Oh. Where are we, Lorena? Not on your world. This is uh, where the town goes when it fades. Yeah. And you are standing in the, you recognize the rather small uh, plot where the townsfolk in Pine Box buried Yusha and their other dead. Not being a very large town in the first place, there's only maybe a dozen or so grave markers of simple wood. The earth on uh, Yusha's grave still relatively fresh after only a few weeks. And there's almost no lights from the, the houses. Looks like everybody is asleep for the night. I'll keep lookout. I assume you don't want the villagers to see? Uh, no. So yeah, keep an eye out. We were there when she was buried. We all went to, well, I think all of us went to the funeral, but I know Mag did, so. Yep. We, we know where she's buried. Yeah. Should we ask if this is okay? There's no one to ask. Her family's dead. Yeah. I guess, but these people were the pack, right? Did they take care of her? We don't know. Uh, her father was lost just before we at, we met them. So as soon as uh, as soon as we met her, she latched onto us. Uh, everybody, give me a notice roll at a minus two. Boo! I say. I will roll you. I will roll your notice. I see. I see. I'm sorry, Tessa. Just negates your armor's bonus. You have your normal <laughs> notice. <laughs> Uh, so Flint clearly got a raise. Charlie got that's uh, not with the minus two. So Charlie yeah, got a it's success. A six. Yeah. Tess, I think Masuki's just too busy <laughs> yep. fretting over what's <laughs> happening to pay much attention. On the... So, Charlie, mm -hmm. uh, you do see that it looks like the the town is a little different. Like as your eyes kind of just adjust to the night sky, there's definitely some more sturdy add-ons using some of the materials you guys bought. Uh, looks mm. like some like metallic siding on some of the, the walls to help prop them up. Looks like they're actually doing some um, ceramic tiles on a roof or two here. Hmm. Mag sees the same thing, uh, but you also notice they've been following your defensive plans for the skull, the spider skull, uh, that's kind of planted in the little town center there. Looks like they've taken some of the better materials that uh, you all brought and really reinforced it to kind of make it almost like a little machine gun kind of bunker. Good. They weren't completely naive. They just were underfunded before. <laughs> you also left very yeah. good plans. So. Yeah. Well, Doesn't... yeah, but see, that's the thing. Like, Mag is recognizing, like, now they're enacting it that shows that they have the will to better themselves, and they just needed help to achieve it. Now Does he knows money... they're not a waste of his time. Does money count as much as thoughts, Max? Oh, see, it's... Uh... <laughs> 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 you put me in a tight spot there, Charlie. <laughs> I guess it depends on the thought and how much money. 
They both have variable currencies, okay? You understand? I have a lot of thoughts and a lot of money. Oh. You see, Show uh, Bags, as, as Charlie says that with your notice check, you see Lorena actually smile. <laughs> as a fellow person who has a lot of money and a lot of thoughts. Or a lot of wealth and a lot of thoughts. Right. <laughs> when two of the people here could vaporize the others with a thought. <laughs> So, either Sithis isn't a person, or I couldn't vaporize. Maybe he doesn't vaporize people. Maybe he's the one they call after you're vaporized. Oh, you're right, that you're might right, be true. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're he's right. a necromancer. He's probably not direct flashy bang bang. Yeah. <laughs> you're he right, is kind right, of standing right. over the the graves, what one by one, just kind of looking down creepily. Some of the hands around his waist like start wriggling and fingers kind of just moving. Uh. Sorry, he said uh, looking down pretty... creepily and the first thought I had was I'm pretty sure that just means he's looking down. He can't help yeah, the creepy pretty part. Much. <laughs> There's nothing non-creepy about him. Exactly. He picks his nose creepily. <laughs> well, he uses 15 hands to do so and he doesn't have a nose. Clears no. his throat creepily. Stuffs them in the nose hole. Ooh. Eats a sandwich creepily. <laughs> <laughs> Lorena just kind of sighs well you, we best recover the body if I'm to teleport us back I must conserve my my energies did anyone bring a shovel <sighs> I start digging uh, yeah, yeah we got better than a shovel here one of you uh, will pick who will be the primary on this it's not that it's something that you can't easily do. It's just going to be a matter of how fast you accomplish it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so our chances of getting discovered. I yes. Because I'm assuming you don't want to because you haven't made a... I mean, if you don't care, obviously, you can just go alert the townsfolk and probably get some people to do this for you. Nope. Okay. Uh, so who's going to be your primary... Who's going to be rolling the dice on this? It will be athletics. That's mm. not necessarily what everybody else to do support, but... I'm completely good. Um... I assume that Masuki has a good athletics, and given her strength score, she'd also be a good candidate for digging. Actually, digging. I will allow Masuki, you just use strength for your armor. Oh, sweet. Alright, perfect. <laughs> but anybody who would like to support, go ahead and let us know what skill you're using and how you're supporting. Would just keeping a lookout be alright for supporting? Yeah, anything you can notice. justify. Okay, so I'll just use notice to take it, keep a lookout. That's a success and a raise, so that'll be a plus two. Next, are you trying to help, or are you just sitting back? I, I am going to, uh... Yeah, I'll, I'll assist. I'll actually just help with the digging. I'll do a, an athletic support and just help clear away some of the dirt as she, she does the heavy lifting, and I kind of clear around the edges, sharpen the hole up for cool. Kind of like, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen people working with an excavator, but there's always somebody with a shovel there yep. to catch the... Yeah, I'll be the guy with the shovel. You are the ex excavator. And I shuffle well. Hell yeah. That is a success. Shovel like a boss. All right, Tess, so you have a plus three in total, Tess, to your strength check. All right. Yeah, about that's 18. A... Congratulations, that's, that's our triple raise. Boom, 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 boom. So I'll go ahead and deal out a card for you. 
I'm gonna have to build a drop for our triple raise. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so I want to dealt that should be in your hand. Remember, you oh, can no. only hold three, and you can only play one per session. Yep, it's time. Time to actually play a card. But yeah, with the glitter girl working, it's pretty easy. The strength in this thing, it's you reach some hands in, and you're literally just pawing earth out. Mags is kind of moving some of the bigger stones that are getting in the way. It is a little odd. Um, somebody give me a survival roll, either Mags or... Actually, Mags and Masuki can both make survival rolls. Copy that. <laughs> I'll take that success. <laughs> you have a minus Good. two survival, Masuki? It's unskilled. It's unskilled. Uh, she rolled okay. unskilled. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Max, you notice it's a little weird, because, like, it's casually easy for Masuki to rip through the earth, but it's not just loose earth she's pulling up. There's a lot of, like, fresh, dark green, thorny vines in the earth as well. Uh, this is some Which, strange growth here. Uh, it shouldn't be here. Uh, uh, it's only been few what, weeks. Uh, a few weeks. Gross. Even if time passes different, it... They would have mentioned if it passes this much different. There shouldn't be these many roots in the grave this Looking fresh. at the other plots, I mean, obviously they have been there for much longer, but there's nothing, like, growing out of them. Hmm. Ugh. But this is also another world, so who the hell knows, right? But it is strange. Uh, it is strange. Everyone be on guard, though, just in case. Uh, who knows? Maybe we didn't finish off that demon and this is a trap he set for us. It's a well-laid trap. Suki, as your glittery fingers, you know, move through the earth, ripping these vines apart, you see the dirt-stained linen wraps that you remember you should being wrapped in. There was no coffin or anything like that. They just wrapped her body in linen, but one of the only materials that really had in any abundance and committed her to the earth. And you just kind of spend a little more caution and care, just move the dirt away from her and pick up her wrapped corpse and set it gently to the ground. Oh, yeah. does look like, uh, Mags, you're kind of seeing there's, there was a lot more vines around her body as opposed to off to the sides. All right, I am uh, going to kind of position myself so that my body blocks the view of her head as I'm going to uncover it. I don't want everybody else to have to see that, though, especially not Charlie and Masuki. Just, I don't know how much degradation there's been, but I just want to try to confirm that this is Yusha, if I can. So are you trying to block the view more just out of respect, or are you trying to do it so that they physically can't see? Like, you're not giving them a choice. Uh, yeah. The second one. Right, but so I mean, it's still, it is, it's both. It's out of respect, but I am literally trying to block the view. They can look around. If they choose to, like, lean around me, I'm not going to, you know, move. I'm not going to, like, do some weird right, well, let's, karate let's go block. Ahead and give me a stealth check, Justin, and then All right. they will oppose with their notice. You'll go first. You got a nine, so that's a good stealth the check. The old niner. I think I will keep it. All right, so, <laughs> however, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing escapes Charlie. It's cool. I have noticed nothing as of yet. So yeah, you, you kind of position yourself, kind of have Masuki back up a bit, and then you're just kind of bending down, maybe making it look like you're just brushing off some of the dirt around the, the linen wrap form, and then you start to just kind of 
how, how are you ripping the linen off? Are you just cutting it? Are you just tearing it, moving it? Well, I assume she was just wrapped, so I was going to try to, like, unwrap, like... Just I mean, she was wrapped it, fairly tightly. Like, she's right, not, not 100%, like, mummy, because she's, like... Yeah. Not each individual limb, but she's definitely wrapped fairly tightly. I'm going to... I'll just gently uh, cut away enough that I can see her face, and then I'm trying to leave it so that I can lay it back down over her face, though. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, not so a problem. You're kind of just positioning your stout dwarven form directly between Masuki and her, not really realizing that Charlie has wandered back from his watch <laughs> on the perimeter and is just almost watching 100% what you're doing, just <laughs> as you pop out your little vi- like utility knife and just slit. Uh, the linen does like split quite easily. For some reason, it feels like it's drier like, and aged. And then as her face kind of is revealed to you in what little light there is from these three moons kind of moving in the sky, she's definitely pale like you could tell she's like a grayish pallor and her cheeks are just slightly drawn but there doesn't really appear to be any decomposition and it is yusha yeah it's definitely her like you recognize the face and like the the cuts from the the shrapnel of the missile uh, are still present on her face curiouser and curiouser now that i'm up here do you mind if i roll a survivor roll See if I can notice anything about. No, you you can see exactly what he saw. I mean, well, uh, they also noticed like the odd vines and such. Ah, uh, sure. Go ahead, and give me a survival roll. It's a four. There are vines there. Yeah, so you you do see them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mostly been thrown out. Okay. But no they they, they just look like strange vines. Like they're they're healthy. They're green. Um, kind Those of maybe the, as thick as like a pencil, and they do have like small thorns all over them. Then you saw Mags slit through this linen wrap. You hear Lorena kind of walk up a little closer. Well, is this the one? I. this is her. Although, uh... You see anything? Does this seem strange to you? The, uh, she seems unnaturally preserved in these vines. You ever seen anything like it in all your world-hopping experiences? dozens of things like it, but they all have many different causes, perhaps. How many of them came back and killed you? Or <laughs> someone close to you, obviously. <laughs> so those are the ones I'm mostly concerned with. Three? Ah, shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to talk on the way back. I'm gonna, ha- I'm gonna need details on how you, how you survived. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go over that later with some whiskey, maybe. Sithis kind of has walked closer, and you realize now that he is fully behind you, Flint. And he is, like, seven Creepy. feet tall. <laughs> Creepy. Yes. Yeah, That's like, okay. I'm, I'm going to go back and do a voiceover and describe him to the to the podcast <laughs> listeners, something like this. Like Appearing his- before the party is a man with 17,000 arms. Creepy <laughs> as fuck. Like, his little skirt of <laughs> arms and hands is dragging into the grave dirt, and you realize that some of them on the edges are picking up handfuls of the grave dirt and just sifting it in their fingers as his he doesn't have eyelids so you really can't tell but he looks excited okay um alright uh should we return through the portal before we begin the uh ritual I assume this will take some time yes Lorena kind of looks over at Sithis well will the magic here make it worse or easier. Kind of like cocks its head. 
four hands, kind of like start stroking its chin. <laughs> it will be easier here. Mm. Yep, that didn't get less creepy at all. Nope, I, uh, I prefer the cockroach laughter almost because that was just that was just description. Facts. <laughs> Lorena kind of looks at, looks at you. Actually, she looks at Basuki. This is your payment. It will be easier to call her spirit back here, apparently, but if you're worried about those town folk taking, well, insult to what we are about to do, if it's easier I suppose I here, can fight them off. Then here we stay. What about closer to the line, further away from the town? We'll just put a little distance. Yes. Good. And like a dozen hands reach out and kind of just grab her and like kind of lift her slightly off the ground, only like an inch or two, and just kind of he slowly starts walking back towards the the line, and her body is just kind of almost hovering an inch off the ground, being dragged behind him. About uh, thirty nine mechanical tiny little tools shoot out of Mag's arm as he quickly sews the uh, linen back together. As you'll see with my twenty one repair roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jesus God. And a twenty on the wall die. You were not gonna fail that. If only I had called for that roll. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I totally understand if it doesn't go for the triple raise, I just it arbitrarily rolled it, but <laughs> Mag does kinda leaning towards it this you're not the only one with many arms. <laughs> with all the tiny little mechanical arms coming out of his cybernetic arm. Toolkit. Get in there and so assert look- that dominance. Lorena just like pops a squat on the on the ground, cross legged, just kinda her staff floating there. Bayer just kinda sits with mild disinterest. Sithis is like pulled out a little satchel and is like going through and rubbing like different ointments and things that look a lot like blood, but maybe they're not, hopefully. It's dark, it's hard to tell. All on the body, and he just like kinda just in an instant rips all the linen off, like with his hands. In a rather violent kind of manner. And yeah, you see Yusha dressed as she was when they buried her. And now Masuki sees fully that she's... It looks just like it's the, the same you know morning you all put her in the earth. And it kind of like rips open some of her clothes like just to the stomach. And you can start to see just the edges of like the shrapnel wounds that killed her. And it starts working more sigils on her. You see a little thin needle of bone, and what you don't really want to know is making up that thread as he starts sewing it more sigils into her body. It's meticulous, but he does it as quickly as it seems he's possible. It seems he's practiced at kind of this move. <laughs> and then five of the hands look over to Charlie, like, or in Charlie's direction, kind of snap and beckon to him. I head over. They kind of, like, move out and start, like, passing these five different candles down, like, his body to you. Set around the body. Light them. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I'm going to use telekinesis while I do this, so I can do it with proper respect and care. As opposed to your no-thumb hands. (laughs) Yes. One at a time, waddling with one candle. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, no need to roll. Like you're, you're fine. Yeah, you yeah. can just use your mind. Okay. Although, mark off the powerpoints. <laughs> I will. Yeah. After about uh, an hour of work, Yusha's body, covered in arcane symbols, 
lays there under the earth, or the light of the moons. And, like, you hear just a multitude of hands clapping together as Sithis just kind of starts chanting and almost praying in a language you don't understand in a weird, sonorous kind of drone that is more reminiscent of insects, like a plague of locusts or something, that kind of thing. And it just builds in tempo and starts echoing through the night, almost like it's reverberating off the mountains that surround this valley and coming back. You're shocked that the townsfolk have not heard this or come out to examine it. It's literally just thunderous. Like, after a while, it sounds like the boom gun going off. <laughs> and Charlie, your head is just full-on pain right now. I'm gonna, like, try and bury it in Mag's lap, <laughs> basically. Because I can't really get my ears on my own. Covered. Oh, and fair. then Sithis's head turns just very slowly into Masuki's direction. Call to her. Call to her. Yusha. Yusha. And then with a gasp of earth popping out of her mouth, her body jerks because her spine bends and she just jolts awake. Coop. And she rolls over, looking frantic, coughing. (laughs) Masuki does that thing where you lean out backwards. You don't actually... Your lower body doesn't move, but your upper body absolutely does against his will. Where... Where am I? Tayusha. Kind of... She kind of, like, scrabbles away from you in terror. It's okay. It's alright. It's just I'm fuzzy... Her eyes are wide, and she's kind of, like, darting back and forth, reaching for anything to kind of, like, put between you and her. Mm. I'll be honest with you. You've been dead. You hear the the laughter of cockroaches. And then Sithis turns to Lorena. Our debts have been paid. And he just kind of steps to the side and waits for the portal to open. And she starts chanting and waving her staff. Alright, I want to try to see if I can't help her. Um, Since Mag does know what it's like to come back from dead and be disoriented. So, uh... Alright, girl. You sure? It's alright. This is very scary. It's jarring. Probably the last thing you remember is chaos and panic. Maybe pain. The explosion. Though that's past. Okay. We're we're in a safe place now. Alright. Look around. Look up there. Look at the glitter girl. You remember her? You remember her strength? Alright. Focus on us. It's all good now. Everything's calm. Yeah, we destroyed all your enemies like I promised. Enemies destroyed. What is Masuki doing as Flint is seems to be doing a decent job? Like, she's not scrambling away anymore, but she is kind of frantically looking at each of you as you speak, almost like your words are too loud. That makes sense. I'm just going to uh, kneel down next to her in the glitter girl and not move. 
she kind of stops and stares, almost like she's just looking at her reflection in it. Kind of reaches out and like touches her face, touches it, and then her eyes kind of close and she slumps down to the ground. Oh, picking it up. Uh, she is still breathing, but she is unconscious. I'm completely good with that. <laughs> if she died here, we'd all die here. <laughs> Do you say that? Because <laughs> the two non-seasoned characters might have a problem with that. <laughs> um, you hear like the... Actually, you don't really hear anything, but you do feel just that burst of kind of arcane energy, Charlie, and then the slight differentiation of the light on the other side as the new portal is opened, and you recognize the familiar landscape of home. Are we just going to leave the grave undug dug open like that? Mm-hmm. Well, you don't have a lot of time to fix it now, do you? <laughs> nope. <Yeah. laughs> Sorry, Charlie. They're just going to be worried, that's all. Uh, give me... One last notice roll, everybody, at a minus six. I am a little concerned that nobody came to us after all of that. Uh, that's an eight for me. So. Let's see. Do I want to re-roll this? It feels like it's kind of pointless. <laughs> I, would have pointless. To <laughs> I got a six. You have, you have to get a ten total. Oh yeah, you got a six. Okay, Tra- Charlie's got this. no. Charlie got an eight, right? Yeah, eight. Well, uh, the, it's plus two, so but minus six. All oh, right, eight. Yeah. Okay. Which is good because that's what you needed. Uh, since you got a raise, as you're kind of like glancing back at the the earth, it's like you know, thinking, man, we maybe should cl- clean that up. <laughs> um, you do see like on one of those vines that was like kind of casually ripped out of the earth. There is the tiniest budding flower. It's not present on any of the other ones, but there is one there. It hasn't really grown in that much or anything, but it does. Look, it's not a thorn, but there's something budding off of it. Masuki, look. What? It's very hard Maybe. to see what he's pointing out because it's like fifty feet away in the dark. Right. Like Charlie, can... the only reason you even caught it is because you were looking in that direction. And just the moonlight, for whatever reason, was glinting off of it for a split second. It caught your eye. I can plant it in your mind later, but maybe we did a good thing today. I think so. We have to go, though, Charlie. Okay. This is where we need those Namby Pamby elves, because they would have gone over there and clipped that vine and took it back to grow it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But it sounds like none of you were doing it, so none of you were doing it. <laughs> Only Charlie saw it, right? So Correct. Even yep. after he pointed it I mean, out, we can't really see it. I mean, he, he pointed it out loud enough for you to... I mean, well, actually, he didn't say what he saw. He just said maybe we did yeah, a good thing. he just said, right. look. Yep. He said, look, and then we, you said we couldn't tell what, it, what we were looking at. And he said maybe we did a good thing. And at this <laughs> point, as far as I, Masuki is concerned, he means raising... Yeah, it's that's too vague for us to, to draw any conclusions. About. Well, once again, my attempt to give you guys some magic items goes afoul. Yeah. Best of luck. Don't say I, I don't love trust those opportunities, Look, Jason. That's how the cookie crumbles when you play games. It is how the, it is how the cookie crumbles. We're all about thoughts and money here, Jason. Not magic. Sorry. <laughs> it is alternative. 
rewards. <laughs> Look, this all tracks, okay? Masuki is so stuck on the whole you should think that I literally have failed every damn notice roll, okay? That's true. Yeah. Charlie, like, which we have random magic tests tomorrow. Anyone who fails is immediately fired. <laughs> just keep that in mind. Zero tolerance policy. <laughs> so yeah, I'm assuming you, you pick up Yusha, leave oh, yeah. the disturbed grave, <laughs> walk through the portal, uh, where you see your mountaineer sitting there unmolested. Excellent. I like to think that two years later, whenever they come back, they'll have like, you know, there'll be like a fucking whole legend about how you should, should be gaining divinity and doesn't even know it. <laughs> and if anyone is interested, if you look at Yusha, she might have picked up a new custom edge. Plucked too young. Says she's killed in action, so, uh, it's alright. Uh, as you go through the portal, you see Lorena. Or actually, she's she waits for you to go through. But as you go through, uh, you don't see Sithis anywhere in sight. Thank God. All right, new plan, guys. Uh, we are going to systematically murder the extras one by one and bring them back to life. I know, right? <laughs> it's not going to happen for everybody. <laughs> Damn it. That's okay. I'm willing to roll the dice. We'll just keep doing it until we have a set of five. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like we already are doing that, just not bringing them back. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely killed a lot. Yes, but it appears that Yusha, having died, is now resilient because mm-hmm. she is not eager to die again. That is good. Oh, and I guess I should. Uh... Actually, you know what? Who would like to do the honors? Uh, are you guys able to edit her? Uh, yes, but who, who? I have decided that I'm not going to remove the KIA because that fact has not changed. It's true. Killed in action. It's true. Oh, <laughs> uh, let me. Hi. Can you not Dad. edit her, Jason? Okay, I was going to give one of you the honor of removing KIA, but since you don't want to remove it, nope. I added yeah, RIP. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, he it's did revived add in peace. Uh, <laughs> it's revived in peace. It's not rest. It's revived in peace. Was it peaceful, though? <laughs> she was peaceful before him. Okay, let's Revived in pine then. box is what it stands for. <laughs> ah, there, there you go. go. There you go. There That's you go. completely acceptable. <laughs> uh, Lorena steps through the portal. It kind of closes behind her. Okay. And now I believe our debts are fully paid. They are. Aye. You have upheld your side of the bargain. That I have. Could I trouble you for a ride back tomorrow? Most certainly. We still have to have that whiskey. I got You gotta tell me about those three times when the uh, things came back to kill you. Uh, don't forget about that. She kind of smiles. <laughs> All in due time, Master Dwarf. All in due time. Will you be staying in Marl for a while? Not for too much longer. The multiverse beckons, after all. But I do find this place quaint. And I am friends with Arden, so I'll be checking in from time to time. If ever I have need of a specialized group of mercenaries, I'll make sure to bring credits for you. (laughs) That's a good idea. It's It's just a solid business strategy to have liquid capital. (laughs) <laughs> Less so when the, you visit multiple worlds Don't use the same thing Well you could have just had gold I would, have, I would have accepted gold too That's pretty standard exchange rates there You should have said something I have literally tons of it 
Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've heard. It just Sometimes I forget, even with the Universal Translator, there's still a language barrier. <laughs> it makes that first meeting that much funnier. Uh-huh. <laughs> credit, woman. What do you not understand about credit? <laughs> what are they? <laughs> Everything. I, Doesn't I answer the, the question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, All right. So does anyone wish to do anything else that day? Um, Yusha's pretty much going to sleep until morning. Oh, I'm just going to creepily uh, sit by Yusha's bed. She does have color back in her cheeks. Still a little pale, but she's not that sickly gray pallor anymore. And her her wounds are not healed, but I mean, they are they are just like kind of scarred over. Uh, she's still covered in all the sigils that were drawn or she still has like the threads stitched in her. Um, so that is something to possibly deal with if it doesn't eventually, you know, deteriorate on its own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm going to use Mind Wipe on Masuki and implant a memory of the flower. There. Because I said I would. Yep. And she didn't seem like that was not okay. So, yes. The question is, what did you wipe? Nothing. <laughs> so I can edit as as I see fit. I choose not to edit anything except there's a weird uh, perception shift. Yeah, Mizuki, you see the tiniest bud coming off of one of those vines, the single solitary one, brimming with potential epic power, the mm-hmm. key to Yusha's ascendance, and it's currently <laughs> in another world. <laughs> So, a small tag hanging in below it says charming. magic item. Why didn't you so say that? Let me go ahead and, cr- and just put a big X through this custom edge I was working on, Night of the Ivory Rose, and just, uh. <laughs> let me just add, what does it do? Go fuck yourself, Jason. That's what it does. Well, see, the thing that Charlie learned is it's, that it's thoughts that matter, not, you know, material things. No, it was, it was material things. That was what that is. <laughs> Only if they're credits. I guess that's what it was. Credits are, <laughs> credits are the thought of money, so kind of it all still sticks. It all tracks. Right, right, right. <laughs> Fuck. <sighs> uh, so yeah, it's it's well into the evening by this point. Um, Charlie, are you going home? Or are you gonna just hang out uh, at the uh, the base? Yeah, I'm gonna kind of cuddle up with uh, Yusha, so when she wakes up, she has someone friendly to be with. Someone who's but he's trying to say Masuki is not her. friendly. <laughs> not really. <laughs> I think I'm it depends on who you are. <laughs> Charlie is, yeah. by leaps and bounds, more friendly than I've ever been. <laughs> it's the thought that counts, right? Oh my god, you're so. about to become like her special needs animal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> her tactical support animal. Yes. Her emotional support That's animal. That's it. Emotional yeah. support. That's the words. Tactical and emotional support. Alright, so we'll kind of move forward in time here. What's everybody doing? Like, what what are your priorities over the next well, the coming weeks? I have an appointment. That's with right, the doctor. Do. And uh, I am going to do some shopping, but uh, I sent you a list so we could we can handle that off 
you know, uh, so the only thing we, we need to do is to, uh, we need to address your surgery. Yeah. And let me it's pull my... up my wonderful collated list of NPCs now, because I finally went back through my, like, 15 pages of, excuse me, scribbled notes. I was like, I should, like, put these names somewhere so I have them, instead of just being like, I remember there's a doctor. There is a doctor. And this was Dr. Uh, Dr. Talbeen, who is Talbeen. familiar with dwarves, and thus... Yes. I remember we got a... I forgot if you specifically looked for that or they got a raise, so we... So you, they will not be penalized by your dwarfiness. Yes, yes. I think I specifically looked for it, but like I had to roll to find one to so, say that I had found one. Uh, your surgery can be handled in a couple of ways. Because um, you want, I believe, six strain worth of stuff put in. Yeah, it's two different systems, but it is they're they're each three strain each. Yeah. So the total strain is a penalty to the dice roll. The doctor is an extra and only has about a D8. So Or if you like and you want to space the surgery out over probably a couple of weeks, you could do one point at a time. Other downside of that is if the surgery fails, it does destroy the implant. But by default, uh, you're looking at a a minus three to that D8 roll, and they're not an extra. So, or or excuse me, they're not a wild card. So, do we know that you're having surgery? Mags does. (laughs) I know Mags does, but I mean, (laughs) and remember, you also are then exhausted and fatigued unless the doctor gets a raise um, for the set a number of days equal to the, the strain as well. Yeah, then you have to fully recover before you can get another surgery. So you could do it one point at a time to minimize the chance of it failing, but you're looking at potentially being down for a longer period of time. Uh, because to like me, it makes least. sense to do it in sets of three at least. Yeah, uh, so it seems like doing the whole thing at one time would probably be a foolish move. And I'm, I'm giving you, you the option to split up those threes into ones if you would rather do it that way. Uh, because I like just do the threes. Uh, I'll do the sets. We'll start with the uh, with the strength. Okay. So yeah, you, you go. Um, and I t- told you that I want to modify my existing implants to make it easier for her to uh, tie them in. Yes, you were going to try uh, to with support. With a repair check. Yes. Yeah, so support her. Awesome. Then I will roll that repair. Now, I'm kind of regretting my earlier 20. linen <laughs> repair. <laughs> Would have loved to roll that right now. Let's see what happens. Please don't crit fail. Yes. Uh, that's nope. a success and a raise. Yep. So. so she will get a plus two. So uh, max I can do. So so that will only be a net minus one to this roll. Yay! And let me roll a d8. Whew! All right. That's a success. So yeah, surgery is a success, it. but uh, the strength implants are put in. It takes you a couple of days to fully recover. I mean, it's just painful because this is one of those ones that kind of. It's pretty invasive. Like, it's reinforcing limbs so you don't you know, dislocate your shoulder every time you try to lift something. It's um, working on hormones and, and different glands to actually produce the the right things so you can actually act in this strength. And adding mm-hmm. like nanocarbon fiber to make your muscles actually stronger. So it is invasive and it takes a while. Uh, but thankfully, yeah. you shared like your knowledge of your your personal knowledge of your implants with her. Uh, suggested a few tweaks. 
did some coding work on yours to be more accepting of these alien implants, and it worked. And Tao uh, identifies as female. She her pronouns. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Doctor Tao Bean is a female. Gotcha. Okay. Good. Uh, Tao girl, you did you did a great job as always. Oh. I'll be back uh, in a few days for the others. You sure you want to push it? Ha. It's uh, it's either die in here or die out there. Either way, you make sure you pay me before you die. And she kind of just gives you a smile and a, a light <laughs> pat on the shoulder. When he leaves I for see. surgery, I'm going to send a message to Barati Vaughn saying that his brother, lover, <laughs> person that he needs the most, needs him now. He's going into surgery again, and we know how that turned <laughs> out last time. You son of a bitch! Don't don't give my doctor a negative on a fucking surgery roll. <laughs> you cannot see this because, but in Verati Vaughn's little shop that he has set up, his little kiosk inside of the, the city ship, he immediately just like knocks over a bunch of plasma cartridges, runs to the door, stops, turns back, <laughs> slams the lock closed, and he's just running. You didn't even tell him where, did you? I did not. <laughs> Please, ma'am, sir, you must tell me, where is there a, a, a short human doctor? A doctor for short humans, I'm sorry, it is an emergency. My brother, my friend, he, he is being hurt. Surgically, I mean, it is a doctor hurting him, and it is for a... I do not know what for, please. <laughs> and now he's... No, and, like, and people are just kind of like pushing him away, and he is just... <laughs> as you cruelly taunt... Poor, poor Barati Vaughn. Oh, no. Look, it's, it's, so it's got to go one way or the other. Either I'm going to give it to Max again, or I'm going to give it to Barati Vaughn. Either way, I'm feeling really good about this. <laughs> Charlie, are you doing anything during the day of Mag's surgery? Yes. Uh, my goals are um, to be there for Yusha if she wakes up. I want to hook up with Aroslin and donate $50,000 50, credits. Um to a good cause, infrastructure, or something of that nature. <laughs> and then I want to go get hot chocolate and a nice biscuit and try to wait somewhere I think the cat might be. Right. Uh, mark off about 15 credits for the biscuit and the chocolate, and then, you know, the 50,000 for <laughs> Roslyn. Man, worst surgery ever. Barati Vaughn's getting sicked on you, and Charlie gave away a gang load you of do, money. <laughs> you do have Roslyn's communication like his frequency to like calm him he doesn't answer right away but when he's hears about your donation he will gladly accept and says he'll send one of his assistants to collect the credits if Perfect. you want to send him a message you could just wait till you're asleep and whisper it he's listening then and actually try <laughs> I don't give, know give me a, while you're out like getting the hot chocolate and waiting for the cat give me a notice roll at minus eight. Oh damn okay you could just say don't roll, Jason. No, you get the yeah, chance. It's acceptable <laughs> to say your I roll means nothing to me. No, because it's, it's, it's actually funny if he does see something. Yeah. Uh, That's persuasion, so it's probably not the one oh, you want to roll. My bad. my bad. You are able to successfully navigate purchasing a biscuit and chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> with a they agree to sell you a biscuit. Right, so that would be a zero unless you want to roll. I'll, I'll use a Benny. Okay. Do it. Just in case. Do it. Super important. Yes. That's a two. Still not going to cut it. I'll use one more. That, however, is... That's it. That's a four. That's a four, yeah. Keep it. 
So while you're like moving through the ship, like this time you've managed to get through the main one of the main access points completely unmolested, um, and you're just kind of move into more of the commercial hub, kind of on the outskirts where a lot of the food stands are, and you know of a guy who sells delicious little chocolate treats who's always nice to you. And you get the sense that after a few, like 10 or 15 minutes of walking that somebody's following you. Um, and you don't know who because it's very crowded right now. It's like the height of the day. Everybody's moving around. There's literally a couple hundred people in this like corridor uh, with you. You're making your way to the shop. And then as you get to the shop, you know you forget about it for a little bit as the delicious smells of the biscuits uh, kind of waved into your nose there. Yeah, negotiate, you know, Little doggy grin, hand over your credits. Uh, tw- 20, 50,000, it's all the same. <laughs> and you, you get your little cocoa and you just kind of move out, and then you get that just prickly sensation in the back of your neck. And just for a split second, you see a dark cloaked figure looking in your direction. Uh, you don't get much of the face because they turn their head quickly, uh, but you did see like a glossiness or like a shine um, to the eyes that were kind of large. What do you do? Is that enough for Charlie to recognize a Rosalind? uh, You're not sure. It didn't look quite as big as a Rosalind, but you actually don't really know how tall a Rosalind is at his full height. When he's with you, he tends to kind of bend down to put you a, a little more at ease. Right. Um, I'll cast Puppet. There's no target. They're, out of, they're gone. Shit. Oh. Okay. You lost uh, them in the tr- crowd. I'll try and go over there and see if I can find them again. I doubt it, but you just kind of go and rubber neck and see if you can see. Uh, yeah, try to no, pick up a scent, anything. Yeah. No sign of it. And there's Charlie's too many go. conflicting scents in here to, to pick out one. Okay. Charlie just goes, that was weird. <laughs> Moves on with his life. Uh, there's like a, a little kid looks up, walks by. It was! And he just kind of walk, keeps walking as his mom drags him. He looks What's vaguely familiar. It's that fucking kid! He does look vaguely familiar. You, I mean, you don't really talk to a lot of children. At least Wait, human ones. I don't, I don't remember a child. It's the kid from the bench. It is the kid from the bench. Dealing fucking. Uh, Charlie almost got his name, but too late. He's dragged away. Uh, (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) 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 Uh, All right, getting it. Cut the end of your surgery. You are awake. Uh, Doctor Talbine keeps you around for like a good twenty, thirty minutes just to make sure everything's fine. Gives you some painkillers. Tells you to contact her immediately if you start feeling lightheaded or anything like that, or if the electronics are glitchy. Tells you to run a couple diagnostics when you get home and send her the results. Otherwise, and then she'll pencil you in for your next appointment when you want to do the the armor plates. Uh, yeah, set me up for, and uh, it's what three days that I'm down. I have I have to wait a minimum of three days. Yes, you're yeah, you so are I- exhausted for a day and a half, and then fatigued for a day and a half. Yeah, so, so it'll uh, be minus two to I everything, and then minus one. Uh, pencil me in for uh, third day from now. I'll be there. All right. Just kind of shakes her head, your stubbornness, but is eager to take your credits. You worry too much, duck. It'll be fine. Trust me. You are a very complicated good. system right now, Mister Magnesium. 
you're pushing it. Uh, and these yes, parts I... were not designed for a man of your stature or frame. And honestly, they were. They've seen a lot of use, anyways. Not that I haven't installed used mods before. She looks a little ashamed at that, but we're not dealing with fresh from factory here. And she kind of like true. looks over at the armor plates which you already brought because she's you know gonna do pre work on those. And like she yeah. kind of her hand rubs over the spot that you see where that you're familiar with where the the material you saw in Marl was like just melted and used to patch the hole. She kind of like holds up that. Really? <laughs> <laughs> like. I have to wash the plasma. You recognize the work, Doc? I recognize that this is plasma burn residue on the sides here, but... He taps taps the little uh, insignia on the scrap. It's just a serial number. It's not really an insignia. Yeah, that serial number. Yeah. Meaningless to me, but I'm just saying it's clearly welded at second hand. I'll have one of my men do a stress test on it just to make sure, but... It's fine. You can always get a paint job when it's done. As long as it holds, there's still work to be done. Well, for the most part, it'll be subdermal, so no one will see it. I am good, after all, Mr. Magnesium. Aye. Although, you sure do charge it as well. (laughs) I'm charging you a fair wage, Master Dwarf. (laughs) Exactly, which is why I feel like I'm being ripped off. You (laughs) should know that about me. (laughs) I do. And that's why you're getting a fair wage. Rest. <laughs> Fluids. Diagnostic. Send all it to right, me. All right, all right. I'll send you the results. See you in a few days, unless you change your mind. But if you do, let me know in advance so I can fill that appointment with someone else who will pay the exorbitant prices I typically charge. <laughs> <laughs> if I change my mind, though, send someone to scan my brain. That's not like me, is it? Very rarely. See you later, Doc. We won't have to put any armor plates in the thick skull of yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you finish this next one, I'll, get, I'll bring you a bottle of whiskey. We're almost done. That's what everybody wants. Their cyber surgeon to be drunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know what they say, you know, uh, operate in the same state you're steady in, right? <laughs> get out. I have other patients to attend to. <laughs> he just grumbles and Diagnostic! Walks Send in the results now. Wait for you to actually... <laughs> she just shakes her head as you kind of move at him. Uh, her office is kind of off the beaten path in the ship. Much more closer to, like... It's actually technically below ground because it's part of the ship that was crashed. Uh, so it is quite a bit of a ways. There have been some jury-rigged elevators and lifts to kind of move upward at the angle um, because it does become a rather steep climb. So it is particularly grueling, uh, just because it's a long walk for you, and you're too cheap to to get anybody to like come pick you up in like a the equivalent of a rickshaw or like a little moped or something like that. Uh-huh. If you get super lucky, Barati will find you. <laughs> you think for a second you almost have a heart attack, and you're not sure if it's the surgery or because you thought you heard Barati Vaughn's voice echoing through the halls. <laughs> there's a lot of people here, and clearly it was in your imagination, right? Yes, definitely. There's a... Nope, I'm still a little tired. Uh, recovering from surgery. Just tricks of the mind. Yeah. Uh, but it's a good, like, at least a good 15-20 minute walk between navigating the different levels to kind of get back to surface level and then the fact that it's a two-mile-long warship. Uh, as you're leaving, are you leaving through A-Gate again? Um, 
uh, yeah, probably. It's the closest date to me, and it's not like I usually have a problem there. That, Plus, you know. this gives me a chance to kind of like keep an eye on those two, maybe learn something about their patterns. Uh, you like, do see one of them. Uh, not the big, ugly, bald one, Horn. The little snivelly one, Jules, is there with somebody else. Looks like they are doing proper identity checks, though. And they're off, again, just doing the intake. There's somebody separate doing outtake. She kind of approached. Did you actually check anything in this time? Um, like, did you come here with anything beyond basic just, personal I, weapons? Yeah, when I go into town, I just carry my two pistols. I don't know if they would... would I, the first time I went in with the, the uh, NE4, did they stop me then? Did I have to check it? That is a mega damage weapon, so... Yeah. But it's still a person... No, it's, it's not so much it's mega damage, it's the fact that it's a personal sidearm. They they don't make you check it. Okay, so Because yeah, even collateral I, I damage would both be... pistols. Yeah. The plasma pistol, while it will do more significant collateral damage, still isn't going to, like, punch giant yeah. holes through the ship. It will melt bulkhead. But... Yeah, I, I wasn't sure if it was, you know... If, I know it's... The Naruni weapons are really close on the edge there of, like... Yeah. <laughs> destructive. <laughs> But yeah, you do see like the little sniveling guy checking people in. But it does look like they're doing the, the proper method this time. Yeah, I know. I, uh, I leave my other weapons in the mountain. Or not the mountaineer. The uh, the jeep. Uh, the dindoo buggy? One? Nope, the jeep. We always forget that I also have just a regular like pre-rift jeep. Oh, that's right, you do. You do have a pre-rift jeep. <laughs> that's what we used to drive back and forth from the town. Like around in the town. Uh, but yeah, you, unless you want to start something with Jules there, or, or make any kind of uh, inquiry or investigation, you're free to go home. Uh, like I said, yeah, I mean, just you can do whatever you want, but remember, you are going to be you know, to at anything you yeah, do. Yeah, I'm not in the state to start something right now. Yeah, you just are fresh out of surgery. surgery, and you are in quite a bit of pain. Yeah, didn't go didn't go well last time. I'm and not it's also weird it too because you're adjusting to the heightened levels of strength that you now have. I mean. Mm-hmm. For the audience's sake, you just increase your strength to from to what to what? From a D6 to a D12. Yeah, I mean, you're you at, like, peak normal dwarven strength. <laughs> That's right. I am very strong. Yeah, so, like, there's... Despite the pain, there is definitely a bounce in your step. And mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep accidentally jumping a little bit whenever I take a long stride. <laughs> <laughs> left a couple, like, scratches and bulkhead that you've touched and leaned into a little too heavy. Mm-hmm. So. We got... Mags is in a little bit of recovery, so I'm assuming he's gonna limit his activities over the next few days to not leaving his, uh, his compound. Yeah, I'm just gonna send a message to Arden. Arden, go ahead. Uh, set up a meeting with your, uh, Reclaimer buddies for next week. And that's it. Just a voice message. I don't want to call him. I don't want to hear anything he has to say. <laughs> <laughs> so do you listen to the reply that you get about 20 minutes later? Yeah. Ah, absolutely magnesium, sure. Um, does Saturday work for you? Lunch? <laughs> it, on Copernicus, you won't have to pay. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I send back two thumbs up emojis. <laughs> it's like he knows you. <laughs> there are no emojis in Rift's Earth, though, so it's just a picture of my two thumbs. Whatever works. <laughs> they look they look beefier and more muscular than before. <laughs> chink, chink. 
Uh, what about everybody else? So Yusha is recovering. She's still definitely a little traumatized, and but she is now in the biggest town slash city she's ever seen in her entire life with the largest, most eclectic collection of beings that she's ever seen. Man, that's... Uh, her her, her town suck. is primarily human, and you know, it was just barely two dozen people. That's Even your fair. simple prefabricated building here is like a palatial estate of what she's used to. So I'm assuming you guys, you know, give her the tour of Marl. Oh. But but is there anything particular you want to do with her to help her adjust? Anything you want to show her? <laughs> I didn't... I'm not actually taking on our tour of Marl. We are now beginning our Karate Kid montage with the wax on and wax <laughs> off of the Glitter Girl armor. <laughs> So you're going to make her clean your armor. (laughs) She's got to learn, bruh. All right, um, I'll roll for her then. Let's pull up Yusha's little character sheet. Sorry, How are you envisioning this lesson? Do you think it is more just straight up she is got to learn the physical movements, or is there some deeper meaning she's supposed to be learning from this? (laughs) You say deeper meaning. I say we learn how to take care of our toys. Rule number one, Yusha, you must respect the armor. The armor must be cleaned and well-maintained. Yeah, that's what I figured. By the end of this, she'll know, like, every piece of the armor. Exactly! She'll be able to take it apart, put it back together, hopefully fix it if it breaks. it sounds like, while it is a physical task, it does sound like it's also leaning heavily into repair, which she does not have. So she will be making an unskilled roll. (laughs) It could have been worse, I guess. Could have been a negative one. <laughs> she just got a flat zero, so it's hard. Like she's the physical labor is is rough, but she doesn't seem like she's lost a step at all from her death. Like her muscles haven't deteriorated. She seems the hell and healthy, and like the the physical labor does ultimately look like it's good. It's reminding her that she is alive. Awesome. But she just does not have the technical aptitude to understand half the things that you're pointing out. Like, that, that'll that come in time, obviously in repetition. Oh, yeah. Because as a matter of fact, the moment she gets done after, like, seven and a half hours of scrubbing this bitch, I walk in with two buckets full of mud, I toss them on the Glitter Girl armor, and we begin again. <laughs> oh, God. So, Charlie, your plan to show her your favorite place to get chocolates has been uh, a no-go. She can do it right before bedtime. She has a whole hour to herself before bedtime. I require nothing within that hour. Gotcha. Yeah, I'll I'll, go, I'll ask her if she wants to find a cat friend. She doesn't it's understand okay what she that means. Anyone. She's never <laughs> seen a cat. <laughs> but she says... I'd be happy to meet your friend. Well, we're not friends yet. I just hope we're friends. She looks at you kind of strange. I'm really glad you're not dead. I guess I am too. Thanks, Charlie. Oh god, she's got more buckets. So she slides and runs away from you outside. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you see, like, you should, like, just try to leap in front of Masuki as Masuki covers her <laughs> and the glitter girl in mud. No. Uh, Charlie and Mags, if you give me notice rolls, please. Alrighty. That's a nine from me. And I assume that I rolled oh, a five. Uh, both of you notice that mm-hmm. Clark and Ward have been acting a little weird, and they're also sporting some some new bling, as it were. Like they've been kind of like in hushed tones talking about something. And you see them like go back to back, and then take a couple paces, and then like pick up like a 
like one of their weapons and just like kind of like hit themselves in the chest. It's very strange, like what they're doing. Is this Mega. a mating ritual? Karis <laughs> just like walks by, you scratch your head, Charlie. No, I think they're just idiots. Oh, okay. I don't know what it is they're <laughs> doing. Something with that bracers they're wearing, you know. I didn't realize we were getting a group uniform. So she kind of looks at you expectantly, Mag. Mag rolls the little jeweler eyepiece up out of the way of his eye, sets down his inventory, and kind of neatly stacks up the gold coins and gems he's been uh, inventorying in size. <sighs> All right. You two have been strutting around like peacocks ever since uh, that uh, portal incident. Uh, what the hell is going on with you? Ward just kind of defers to Clark. Oh, uh, the Lady Lorena gave us these. He kind of holds it up. And they have pretty much a... Looks like a dark iron bracer. And, like, engraved with a bunch of magic runes. She said we did such a good job watching her back that uh, we'd be able to watch each other's, too. It's weird, and I, like, I feel tougher. Ward just kind of looks better at not be. That better not be what I think it is. Ward... What do you think it is, Commander? Uh, you know we have a uh, strict no magic policy. There's a monthly random test. So we all know this, right? Uh, Ward, okay. like you see, what Ward, you your- <laughs> Ward touches his wrist. The the, the the bracer falls off completely. Clark just kind of looks at him like he. I think he's fucking with you, man. Just don't become too reliant on it, and make sure if you notice anything strange. You get it checked out, alright? You never know how that shit works. I noticed something strange. Alright, what is that? I think someone's been following me. Flint gets a, like, a steely look in his eye. Really, no. Yeah, they're, like, big, and they had, like, this sheen in their eye. I, like, barely caught them, so they got they gotta be, like, pretty good. Alright. You hear a pounding coming from the, the front door, which is odd, because your cam did not alert that there was anything there. That is odd. Alright. Defensive positions, everyone. Guns out. Ward slaps his bracer back on, pulls the guns. Uh, Mag's gonna pull the uh, NE4 that he can now use with no penalty. Yeah, the gun's a lot lighter. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's gonna uh, go over to the uh, front door there and kind of peep out the people. Uh, Your camera that shows what's outside? Yeah, it shows nothing. No. Like, it's static. Uh, it's static. Oh. Camera's been disabled. Alright. We're dead. Everyone, yeah. Yellow alert. Uh, and, and Tess, uh, you and Yusha are kind of, imagine, like, back behind the building near, like, the garage or something like that. Yep, yep. Mag's gonna go stand off to the side of the door, uh, instead of right in front of it. Uh, and then yell out, Who is it? It's Hig. I want job. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Who's this? Uh, Oh, you must be responding to the flyers I left in town. Okay. I did not fly. Hig walk. (laughs) (laughs) You don't remember Hig? Um... Uh, the job's been filled uh, uh, on second thought uh, and Meg just try, starts trying to close the door show me who filled job <laughs> uh, Hig will break Hig break 
And you hear like the pounding on the door just like really kind of escalate. Okay, okay. I open the door. This is going to be very expensive to repair. Fuck that. <laughs> um, We're not so doing that. Flint, this guy looks vaguely familiar. It takes you like a hot minute to remember, but you flash back to your goddamn pitched battle with coalition forces in Odessa. And you remember in that large group that Charlie mostly kept out of sight, there was like an eight foot tall just slab of well, pork product in the shape of a man. <laughs> <laughs> That's this thing. Charlie, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you are a little bit more familiar with Hig here because the entire time you were trying to help the, him and the rest of the refugees, he second-guessed every single thing you said. <laughs> he had no respect for you. He kind of was outright offensive and borderline violent to you. You didn't mm. ever have to actually hurt him because he never actually went that extra step to hurt you. But your impression is he does not like you and that mm. you saving him did not sit well with him. That's dumb. Hey. Hig, you're dumb. <laughs> furball don't like Hig. <laughs> Hig doesn't like furball. Well, we have a place of commonality to start. That's good. I, I, he looks at you let's... like he doesn't understand any of the words you use except for place and start. <laughs> Hig wants job. Saw you kick coalition in teeth. Hig like that. Give Hig job. <laughs> Hig hey, can what's punch. your skills? Show punch skills, shot. and he like starts like much quicker than you think. Moves towards Charlie with a big old, no pun intended, ham fist cocked and ready to go. I use telekinesis and f keep him floating in midair. Well, what we're gonna do is give you an action card. Fuck. She got a six, <laughs> and he got a ten. Oh no. <laughs> He goes first. This is da, da, da. not how it's supposed to end. <laughs> uh, he's not going to actually punch you, but he, he yanks you up quite quickly by your little, like, outfit. And he's, like, effortlessly lifts you up. Fist is kind of just poised there. This is fun for Hig, furball. I hit, I hit furball now. Get job! No hit. That's, that's good enough, Hig. Set him down. You say, uh, Hig, set down? Set down, Hig. Set him down. And then he, he kind of whispers to Charlie, You got lucky, furball. <laughs> and he, just, he doesn't set you down, he just drops you. I hate you. Hig hates you. <laughs> Little ball fluff. I like it, it fancy little outfit with the little shoes. I'm gonna eat you. <sighs> Ever had a hot dog? Pig hot dog. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, I've never heard Charlie be like this. I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> He's like, I'll kill you. Wait, what? Pig might need to have an accident. Pig's <laughs> gonna have an accident. Pig is here, Charlie. <laughs> Hig, Hig ignores Charlie and walks over to you. You are strong. Aye. Hig make stronger. What? Hig make stronger. He like puts a finger and kind of just jabs you in the collarbone. Not like he's trying to hurt you, but he, it is forceful. Aye. Hig hate human coalition. Hig want to fight. Oh, I see. You want to be one of my big guns. 
Big biggest gun. No, I'm the biggest gun. Shut up, furball! Shut up, furball! Shut up, furball! You shut up. I'm basically trying to step to him right now. Charlie, you don't even come up to his knee. Dance off. Dance off. Come on, it's time. You want a piece of this? Pig no punch. Pig could take hit. And you do see, like, looking at him, he has got a lot of scars. Like, he has suffered a lot of abuse. Uh, can I use, uh, like, battle or something to, yeah, like, uh, suss him out? I'm just imagining yeah. Charlie, like, running in circles, like, nipping at his ankles and shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's... He has clearly probably fought his entire life. I see, he probably I see. doesn't necessarily have a lot of raw, like, tactical ability. He probably might have some issues working with others. But he is the raw potential for just a meaty bruiser is there. Is he carrying any weapons? No, he actually doesn't own much other than pants. Thank uh, God for pants. Nor does he have shoes, as he was pointing <laughs> out Charlie's little fancy shoes and belittling him. This guy was a, a animal hybrid that was rescued from coalition territory. He has probably been treated less than a slave his entire life. It is a miracle that he is alive. Yeah. He won't be for very much longer. All right, Hig. You understand chain of command? Understand beat with chain? <laughs> Who want beat? But you, boss. You big uh, fighter. Hig like big fighter. Don't know about okay. that guy or that guy. They're human. Don't like them necessarily. She looks okay. And he, like, points over at Karis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like furball. But... But Hig like you, and shiny lady. And robot cowboy. We're cowboy robot. Yeah, he's uh, out saving the world, as it were. He big fighter, too. Hig uh, like. Atec. Atec is uh, more than any of us can handle. Big lizard dumb. <laughs> he could take. <laughs> but you smart, and he kind of like shoves another big figure in your cowboy. You are smart soldier boy. Oh, Hig, yes. ask around. Everybody say so. So Hig want be best. Hig work for best. We kill the coalition uh, now. We'll kill the coalition in time. I feel uh, I feel like we're there. We haven't seen the last of them. But for now, we have other things to do. Put bread on the table, if you know what I'm saying. Hig, don't get Ward. bread much. Yes, sir, Commander. Egg, this is Ward. Ward's in charge. Ward answers to me. You answer to Ward. Do you understand? He doesn't look happy, but he does finally nod. Alright. Oh, he has good intimidation, too. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit afraid of him. Yeah, so <laughs> Higgs sheet should be available for everyone. Yeah, I, I pulled it up as soon as I rolled my battle. <laughs> but, uh, success! I will look at his skills now. <laughs> so he's right, got above uh, average stats for a soldier. Um, and he's that. got the brawny and brawler edges. His hindrances mm -hmm. are bloodthirsty major and enemy major. <laughs> yes. Oddly enough, not Charlie, though. It is the coalition. <laughs> the coalition, yeah. I'm he, enemy minor. He does not <laughs> like Charlie, though. Doesn't like Charlie. Uh, he's got good fighting, athletics, intimidation... And a little bit of streetwise. <laughs> but he has a D10 strength, so he is quite strong. 
What do you think you can handle him? You want me to turn this big old slab of kill into a weapon, sir? Aye. Right now he's too unfocused. Just sharpen him up a little bit. Find him a bunk. Get him a goddamn shirt and some boots. <laughs> Hig like looks at you. You give Hig boots? Yes. You're one of the big guns now. You're gonna have to look the part, okay? We'll dress you up a little uh, bit. Give Get me you some a armor. notice roll at minus two, Mag. I'm gonna spend a penny. <laughs> <laughs> now it's an 11. Uh, with a minus two, it would be a... Nine. Yeah. Which is a success of the raise, so... Indeed. Like, you're looking at him, and, like, you see clearly, like, he's... It's hard to make out emotion on this thing's face, but looking at him, like, you get the sense that what you just did is probably the only kindness anybody has ever done him. Like, you see it in that split second that not only did you just buy this man's loyalty for life, he will die for you. Oh, shit. That's a big burden. I was just trying to, like, you know, be tough and annoy He is literally... I mean, from what you know of the Coalition, the stuff yeah. you would be treated poorly enough being a dwarf, this thing being a, a hybrid of humanity and something else, probably even, like, less than dirt. He's, mm-hmm. Those scars probably come from numerous beatings he received his entire life. You just offered to give him food and clothing for the first time in his life, so you, you have won him. All right, Hick. I see that we have an accord now. He doesn't. He looks a little confused at that word, but <laughs> <laughs> you treat us well, we'll treat you well. You're part of the big guns now. Big old like clap just him on the shoulder. smile. You have to reach up to do it, but you yeah, do. Clap. I know. <laughs> reach up. Just I, as long as they get to bicep level, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I could treat you better than you treat me. Servos in my legs kind of lift me up a little bit longer. A little Hig, bit higher, he completely so ignores reach. you, Charlie, although he does give you some stink eye. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys, looks like we got a new recruit. The flyers are working. I keep spreading them around. And if you go back and review the security footage earlier, before the cameras could even make it out, like you're just watching it like a few minutes before you heard the knocking, and a giant rock the size of about Charlie comes flying from beyond the tree line and smashes the camera in the door. Oh my Jesus. Son of a bitch. Alright, Hig. Got your first fucking job. Get out there and fix that camera, you son of a bitch. Hig, no fix. Hig, break. Oh shit. This is gonna be rough. Too late. I love him. You say gonna be. I say we're already there. If anybody ever takes the downtime to ask him about his name, it's because some of the humans called him Hog, some of the humans called him Pig. Uh, so he just pig. does both. Pig it is. I gotcha. We'll do that in an interlude. We'll get the whole story. There you go. We'll give you a chance to earn a penny, Jason. Thank you. Yes, there is your new new extras. You're, you are back up to your full complement of five for now. Uh-oh. You have a full house. All my followers. So once Ward takes Hig off and starts getting him squared away a bit, Charlie, you were talking about being followed before you were so rudely interrupted. Yeah. Oh. Was it him? <laughs> That's valid. Yes. Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> 
Probably. <laughs> We're fucked. <laughs> Charlie, you know that from what little you remember of Hig, and you spent several days with him, there's nothing subtle or stealthy about him. He certainly I mean, could not have followed you, nor would he have wanted to. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Max. We still got a lot of work to do on all everybody, it seems like. Okay. Alright then, let's set you up with some uh, cameras. Uh, Me? And, yeah, you, you kid. Oh. Uh, and I want to roll, like, electronics to see if I can, like, put some hidden cameras on Charlie. To cover his blind spots. I hear you, creep. So that next time he's followed, we can pull him out. And see who is following him. I can say you go ahead and roll. Like it, you, you would know it's possible, and you could certainly create such a thing. You'd have to go yeah. buy parts for it, though, to get a camera yeah, small enough and a power source small enough, and then yeah, set it up. Fine. But you definitely have to spend some money. No I still have problem. a little money left, Max. <laughs> I did oh, yeah. give away fifty thousand today. But oh, Jesus, Charlie! <laughs> How many times have I you... told you not to tell me what you're doing your off time? Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Mag has a splitting headache. He is exhausted. Yeah, like you are. <laughs> Technically, your little uh, your, your notice roll earlier should have been a little bit lower, but it's fine. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. I, I, I liked that you saw it. Mm-hmm. What your kindness did. Mm-hmm. You should go to bed, man. Uh, I still got all this gold to count. Here's a list <laughs> of some things that we need. If you have the credits to cover it, go ahead and get it. We'll set you up with some cameras next time you're followed. Maybe we can catch an image of who's following you. Okay. Other than that, try not to go anywhere where they can ambush you, right? Okay? I would say if you wanted to just flat out buy a camera, it'd probably be 10 to 15k. Or you could try to build one with um, 5k worth of parts. Yeah, well, we're doing I'm the 5 15 short, but I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have the 5k? I, I'm 15 short because I bought chocolate for the cat. <laughs> so he doesn't, he's like okay. four times. <laughs> For the for for thousand nine hundred eighty-five, Mag gives you fifteen. Does he have to go to the safe to get them? <laughs> no, he's got his little black card. He does a direct transfer to Carly's card. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Max. Get some rest. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> um, take a buddy, Charlie. When you go in town, take a buddy. There's your buddy, Charlie. Masuki is busy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Charlie. Do you want to be my buddy? We are buddies, Charlie. Do you want to be my buddy in town? You're about to lose Karis because she was offering to be your buddy. Yeah, oh, that Karis. was your friend. <laughs> Do you want to be my buddy? <laughs> She's standing right I don't right know next now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Please? She kind of kind of ruffles her head. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you, Karis. Won't do you to get to be butthurt, Karis. He won't even Max notice. Sits down at his, sits back down at his desk, counting his gold, singing under his breath. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. As <laughs> he watches you and Karis leave. <laughs> Hope you come back, buddy. <laughs> Max, when's the next time you're gonna check your spam folder? Who, uh, uh, Max? Yeah. I guess I'll check it. Because when you now. Uh, we'll say when you when you we'll say like when you get that reply from Arden, you see like in your spam folder you have about twenty five new messages. 
Okay. What is it? Well, I imagine you were probably the kind of person that would eventually have put Baradivan into to go directly to spam. <laughs> <laughs> like they start out with subject lines like, "Dear friend, how is your worries? Are you alive?" And then eventually they started to have subjects, just like, "Help! I need to find you." <laughs> I just send him a response, a text-only response that says, "I'm at the, I'm at home." Immediately, a verbal response goes to your spam folder. <sighs> Much glad tidings, fellow Flint Magnesium brother. I must come to you at once. What do you need to recuperate? Oh, Mike's eyes light up. Whiskey? <laughs> I will, he sends him a brand that is very expensive. <laughs> I will find this whiskey for you. And hard to find. <laughs> that might buy you another day <laughs> alright Charlie you're heading back to town with Karis how do you if you want to be someone's friend and they don't know who you are and you don't know anything about them but only that strange men chase them and they can probably do magic. What would you do? <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot to unpack there, Charlie. Um, wow. It's really complicated. Um, wait, who's being chased by strange men? So there's this woman that came in. There's like this place where like old guys with books and She looks beards. very concerned about where you're spending your time now. <laughs> <laughs> And they, like, blow boats out of their mouth. Um, and this better. woman came in. As your story goes on, yeah, her expression is getting worse. She's like, she just gives you a little hug. You need to move in here. Like, you should really not live on your own. And you need to be very careful about where you go. <laughs> well, now Hig is here. I don't like Hig. I don't Hig's think he likes mean. you. Doesn't like me. I don't like him. Oh. And it's sad because we can understand where we've each been. But... I just hate him so much. <laughs> I start crying. <laughs> <laughs> so as your eyes are watering and you're kind of crying into like her, like her kneecap, give me a notice roll at minus two for the tears. Okay. Oh, uh, it's a seven. Uh, you're you're kind of walking back to town just for because you know you're not in a rush, uh, and so you're maybe like halfway to the ship. And then in the crowd outside, which is definitely not as packed as in the ship, you definitely catch a glimpse of a dark cloaked figure ducking behind a building about three or four houses down. There they are again. Someone's following me, Karis. The boat men? Or the the Uh, pervert men? I don't... Where are they? They ducked over there. Alright, she like pulls her sidearm. You go around that side, I'll go this side. Be careful. She tends to forget that you are a demigod. <laughs> are you sure? Like, we're supposed to just go and buy a camera right now. Charlie, you're being followed. Yeah. Okay. You be careful, too. Oh, no. We don't have any more wishes. Alright, so you give me a stealth roll, please. We're so fucked. I'm not good at that. I know. Ooh, oh my it's a god! Critical failure. Yeah, you're definitely not good at that. So you kind of like do your little Charlie creep, like the dit 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 dit. Hi. 
<laughs> you like wave to somebody who's walking by. Oh, hello. <laughs> and it is like the middle of the afternoon, so it's it's not really a lot of shadows to kind of hide in. But between the buildings, which are all kind of like prefab and and definitely not as not anything resembling like orderly, there are you know cracks and crevices to hide in. And as you're moving through like the the gap between these two buildings, where you saw your cloaked figure go, you don't see him. There's like some trash cans and things and then you hear just like a loud kind of croaking noise and then all of a sudden you are knocked flat on your back and there's some a, a, a weight against you not a crushing weight <coughs> but definitely a weight against you and then you recognize like the the sheen on the eyes uh, a little frog boy who you also met on your adventure you recognize smack smack why are you smacking me? Smack. Friend Charlie! I've been watching you! Try, try, trying to find you! Found me. Please get up. Oh, so, 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 sorry, friend Charlie! Sorry. And he kind of like sticks back and just... Like this time like the hood of the cloak comes off and like you see Karis pull the corner gun raised and just kind of like gives you an eyebrow and she's kind of training in on his head from behind. And he's... Smack. Little webbed hands my... kind of like help pick up. Karis, this is my buddy Smack. Uh, so Smack is another one of the people you rescued along with Hig. Uh, he was slight. Y- you got the sense that he suffered pretty greatly under the coalition. Uh, he's whereas Hig kind of responds to that with brutality and you know insolence. Smack has always shied away in fear. Hello, hello. You you are a friend of Hero Charlie. You you could be Smack. Smack could be your friend too. Hero Charlie, is that okay? Can Smack, can Smack be her friend too? Well, that's up to her. And like, as he talks, his like tongue kind of like a lot of times often falls out of his mouth, and it is quite thick and large and scarred <laughs> as well. Oh, uh, hey, I found Hig. He looks. Hig, Hig, Hig's mean. He's mean Hig's to Hero mean. Charlie. Smack, yeah. Smack doesn't doesn't like what he's mean to Hero Charlie. I don't like it either, Smack. But he's living with us now. Are you okay? Do you need a place to stay? We can set you up. It's, it's all dry here, Charlie. It hurts my skin. But, 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 Smack, Smack found a place in, in the big metal, metal thing. He found a place, and it's, it's dark, and there's water, and it's, oh, it's nice for Smack, and nobody hits Smack, and nobody takes Smack's tongue and put, and, and steps on it with boots, and, and I think Smack, Smack wants to live there, Hero Charlie. Can, can Smack live there? Oh, hell yeah, Smack. With, with Hero can Charlie? You... Oh. Okay, yeah, I can move. <gasps> like, it's just, like, his mouth opens and a big, like, oh, and he kind of, like, shakes in delight. <laughs> That's like a little frog dance. Oh, happy. <laughs> and he hugs you again. And he's Hi, about, Smack. like, only a little bit taller than you. Like, he is not very big at all. Yeah. I don't, I don't know anyone here, Hero Charlie. And then we got separated when you brought us here. And then and then nobody would talk to Smack. And then you know, Smack didn't have money. And Smack didn't have food. And, and then Smack didn't know where Hero Charlie went. So you were the one following me, right? Smack finally saw you the other day. And then he tried to get your attention. But the big men, they were near him. And it scared Smack. So Smack ran away. Because oh, okay. Hero Charlie wasn't there. 
Well, that means I don't need a camera. So here's 4,985 credits. <sighs> he does not have a credit card, so you'd have to actually give him yours. Okay. Hey, like, Karis, can I transfer you 15 credits so you can give it back to um, Mags? Sure, Charlie. Are you sure that's smart? And she's like reaching into her pocket for her credit card. Well, if Smack was the one following me, then I don't need a camera anymore. <laughs> We're dead. Smack just shakes his head. Yeah, I, I'm, I'll keep Hero Charlie safe. And then if anybody has to get him, they'll kill Smack first, and Hero Charlie will be safe. They will definitely kill Smack first. That's not a good idea, Smack, because like a lot of people try to kill me, and then no! you just be dead. Nobody will kill Hero Charlie. Well, I don't want anyone to kill Smack either. It's okay. I think your job. If you want to do something for me, you should do something for you, which is just to live and be happy. Maybe see a therapist. <laughs> Smack doesn't know what that is, but Smack would be happy if, if Hero Charlie would be his friend. Hell yeah, Smack. Let's he do does it. a little fatty frog dance again where he jumps up and forth, back and forth on one foot. Anyway, here, yeah, here's 4,985 credits. <laughs> Um, I'll it's, show you how to work that it, later. It's a red, a credit card. Smack has a credit card. Oh, Hell oh. yeah, Smack! And he looks like oh, he puts it under his cloak and he's like looking around, fearful, like he's gonna be beaten for having this. No one's gonna hurt you with that, and if they do, you just let me know, and then I'll make them look like fucking paste. He looks confused at the word fucking, but you don't get the sense that Smack swears a lot. Fucking paste is like this stuff that you like smear like, on your body. All of a sudden, Karis like puts her hand and like grabs your muzzle. And says, nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching two miners corrupt each other. Nope. Charlie, if, well, if you don't, you want me to stick around song. or are you? Yeah, well, if you want to hang out with me and Smack, would be super down. Uh, well, I do have. It's a... It's okay if you don't want to. No, I'll, I'll, I'll at least go into the city with you. I have to a guard shift there in about an hour or so. Oh. Okay. Would you like company while you work? We can just like hang out and make it not boring. I think the employer is going to frown on that. (laughs) I could convince them to turn that frown upside down. (laughs) She's looking at you like with a new light like, Charlie. You're my friend and I make life better for my friends. Yay! Yeah, Smack knows. Smack knows? Hero Charlie saved his life. Yeah, and then I say smack, and then I hold my hand up. And, like he gets a big, yeah. slightly sticky high five. Hell yeah. Gross. <laughs> I turn the sticky pot <laughs> to Garrus. She, she shakes her head, but gives you the high five, and we'll walk with you and, and chat with the two of you on your way to the city. Cool. <laughs> All right. A few more days pass. Bags recuperating. You do finally get Barati Vaughn back, and he has brought you a case of your whiskey. Yeah. Yay! Do you play up your injuries in front of him, or do you pretend that you're fine? Uh, uh, no, I mean, I'm... I'm At this point, you're, should be you're feeling point, a little uh, better, yeah. Yeah, just fatigued one level, and so... No, I'll invite him to share some of the whiskey with me. He brought me a whole case, and it is expensive whiskey, so... Ah, I need to inflict it. It's good to see you well. I did not realize I, you were sickly and dying. Uh, I was not. What, what, what caused you to be so concerned there, Barati? 
Miss Masuki said that you were dying and you were in dire need of medical attention. And I ran and I checked every doctor in the city, but I could not find you. She and then did, I, did she? Yes. And then I started wandering the streets and I started paying urchins to help look at you, but they did not find you either. <laughs> but then finally you answered my many, many calls. <laughs> I'm glad to see uh, yes. you in good health. I am I am fine now, uh, Baraki. I'm sorry that <laughs> I'm sorry that she caused you such great concern. It was routine surgery, merely oh, well, installing some cybernetic upgrades. Ah, I hope you bought top of the line cybernetics. I would hate to have my friend be anything but. But they're top of the line now that they're here, aren't they? Uh... He kind of just looks at you like cocks his head. No, they're top of line based on manufacturer and installation. As all weapons are. It's a, it's a joke, Bratty. It's a, it's a joke. You're going to have to learn to sense of humor, buddy. Lighten up. Have, have a drink of that whiskey. It'll help with your sense of humor. Trust me. It oh, always does. friend Magnesium Flint, I have no mouth. That's true. Oh, yeah. Shit. How do you drink whiskey? I don't. Thank God. What? <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> These are for you. For your recuperation. Although most sentient beings would it's, not... It's not you, it's me. Uh, <laughs> it's just not going to work out. I go through a strange place in my life right now. Most sentient <laughs> beings would not be advisable to consume quantities of alcohol after a surgery, but I'm assuming your dwarves are different. Um, You could say that. Uh, <laughs> more, more just a personal choice, but okay. As long as you stay safe. After all. I have an exciting business venture to offer you soon. Oh, well, I, I'm excited to hear about it now, actually, Mr. No, Sitsu. I um, must receive final word from the home office, but I'm trying to get you approved for a line of credit. Now we're talking. Speaking of which... Were we uh, not talking earlier? What's it going to take... Uh, it's an expression. <laughs> it means that we've gotten to a, a point of the conversation where I'm very interested... But I was always interested in what you were saying. It, it's an expression. <laughs> That's all. Uh, speaking of uh, credit, uh, wh- what's it going to take to get me a reload for this uh, beautiful pistol? And picks it up and twirls it a little bit. Says, puts it back in his well, holster. Credits or establishing a line of credit with New York local Nuri Enterprises vendor. Me, I, I, I'll work out the details. <laughs> Good. So you do have plenty of cartridge reloads. Absolutely. How's your uh, How's your shop going? We are almost set up. I am still negotiating with the Commerce Guild in order to set up my fees. Well, when you're negotiating with the Commerce Guild, you may not want to mention my name. <laughs> Why ever not? They seemed happy enough when I spoke to them of you to them. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Well, uh, very soon they're going to recognize me as uh, someone that is less a uh, potential ally and uh, more a potential enemy. So, either uh, conclude your negotiations quick is all I have to say. I will do so. Thank you for the advice. Yeah, I don't. I would hate for your association with me to cause you to lose money. That is a sin. That is unforgivable. Do not worry friend Magnesium Flint. Naruni Enterprises does not lose money. <laughs> and for the first time, that, that statement, while congenial, there was a threat there. 
<laughs> not directed at you per se, but just spoken by somebody who knows they have the might of an intergalactic arms dealer behind them. Fair. Yes, I see. Oh well, that's good to hear, Verity. Um, you run into any troubles, you let uh, you let old Meg know. I'll uh, I'll smooth your path, as I always have. That is why I'm glad that my life was rescued by you, friend, brother, Magnesium Flint. I yes, we're like family. Yes, I look forward to your return to health and waging of war. I I well just so. Before Masuke goes and riles you up again, I'm having surgery again uh, in a few days, so uh, do not freak out and go running around, eh? More cyberware? Aye. It is good that you have finally decided to upgrade it yourself. Since you have chosen not to use any Naruni products as of yet, your defense is lacking. Aye, what are you talking about, no Naruni products? And he pats the pistol again. Uh, I'm loaded for bear. That is true. A mega damage giant demon bear. <laughs> ah, you've seen our promotional video. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jason, you get a better. Thank you. <laughs> uh. So you continue to drink whiskey in front of Barati Vaughn until I imagine you're so drunk that you're tired of his presence and manage to get him uh. to leave. <laughs> yeah, although I am sketching out some like some ideas of how to enable. Uh, people without mouths to drink whiskey like <laughs> sort of aerator and missed his eyeballs <laughs> with it <laughs> exactly they're getting more and more like outlandish the drunker I get napkins just piling up <laughs> alright as we move into the next like latter half of this week I'm assuming you're once again going to try to work with uh, Doc Talbine to get the best yes. surgery possible so let's go get Indeed. your assist roll let me go uh, for ahead. this one, I'd see it be more repair because you're actually dealing with like actual plating and things like that. There's less mechanical and electronical bits here. Yeah, so so repair. That's what I would see, unless you can. Okay, that's fine. Just by something else, but repairs is the best thing you could have said. Yeah, it is you. my best skill, <laughs> so I'm fine. So let's I'm make not it gonna try to Justify it harder. <laughs> oh, performance! Yes, that makes much more sense for the installation of armor plates. Oh. <laughs> All right, repair. Don't crit fail. I would not even have said that. You risk crit fail. I, I mean, I have to say it. That's part of my process. I rolled several times. Only the first one actually. Yeah, counts, the twelve but. is definitely a success with a raise. So that's the raise. So yeah. So you'll Another give her plus, plus two. two. So yeah, once again, four. you're under the knife. Oh. All right, roll D eight. Okay, I am going to spend this card right here. Oh yeah, because that would be a failure. Get savage. Get Savage. Your character gains the benefit of any one edge, regardless of requirements, for the rest of this encounter. So before she puts me down for the knife, I look at Tao and say, Duck, you've always done me right. Uh, I trust you. I trust no one else with my uh, unconscious buddy like I trust you. Take care of me. And I'm assuming you're taking I'm going the common to take bond. common bond, yes, Excellent. and give her a Benny. I'm going to give her as many bennies as it requires for her to succeed on this fucking <laughs> Very place. nice. Excellent use of your action card. Go ahead and put it on the table and delete it if you would. All right. I will do so. Uh, so and mark off one Benny, a second roll. Like, it's it's a tough surgery. Like you yeah. said, these are cheap parts. But finally, there we go. after the second Benny spent, she rolls a seven with your plus two, puts it up to a nine, minus three for the strain of the surgery, 
puts us back down to six territory. So not with a raise, but... Still a success. She didn't ruin the plates or your body. <laughs> Winning. Yes. Perfect. And, and for the most part, they are fairly innocuous. Like, there's a couple bits, like, on your pectorals that kind of are, like, the dull kind of gunmetal grade spots. But mm-hmm. most of this is subdermal. So other than just, like, a little bit more angularity, you are... Well, and I have three cyber limbs, so she doesn't have to really hide it there. Yeah, yeah. The, the legs, Those are both of yeah. my legs and my uh, my right arm are yeah, you cybernetic. Can fully armor that out, but yeah. the chest and kind of like the cranial plating, um, mm-hmm. she does manage to keep for the most part subdermal. So it's chink chink, motherfuckers. And you settle your tab with her. <laughs> yeah. I've already taken the credits off. Yeah, that, that, that was the expensive one. That was the 12000 Excellent use of a card. I'm glad you had it. An excellent edge to pick. Genius. Yeah. I was actually... And I believe I was, now you are a mega damage creature. I am now a mega damage creature. Sweet. So not only did the first upgrade set me to a D12 strength, but now I have mega damage armor built in. Yes. So awesome. Cannot... I could shoot myself with my Wilkes laser pistol all day. <laughs> But no, you can still hurt yourself. Right. You, you can, you can, you can it wouldn't be pleasant. I'm just. You I'm can just ace right. that. Go ahead. Let's see if you ace that damage roll. Oh, Jesus. I, I don't think I want to do that. You, you can hurt yourself. Oh, yeah, it, it works. Doesn't do mega damage. You're fine. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You, unless you put it in your mouth and pull the trigger. I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm just. It was an expression, okay, Barati? <laughs> yeah, you have drunk. <laughs> You've been working your way through a crate of whiskey. I'm pretty sure we don't know what you what you can and can't do. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is everybody else up to over the next few days? As once again, uh, Max goes under the knife. This time a little bit more of a risky surgery, but he came out A-OK. And still just kind of feeling it. His body has pretty much been torn apart and put back together twice. All right. In less than a week. Uh, Higgs training has kind of come along. He still has a harsh word for Charlie if Charlie ever talks to him. But for the most part, he can be in the same room and ignore him. I think the cat plan fails so I'm going to bring the chocolate to Hig because I said I could be nicer to him than he could be nice, nicer to me alright so Hig is working like he's again it's not a matter of physical training it's more about following orders learning precision he's having a rankling definitely with working with a bunch of humans but they are not coalition so it's it is a process that is happening I feel like Masuki doesn't take any of his shit, and he respects that. So, yeah, <laughs> probably. And she's also not human, so that's true. But yeah, I'm also as a not quick the flex, he, yeah, so he probably her and Mags are the two he really respects. So yeah, he's working with um, Ward, like doing some basic combat drills, and helping him fix the camera he broke. <laughs> hey, ugly. Ward just kind of. Closes his eyes and shakes his head almost imperceptibly. <laughs> Takes a step to the side. And Hig is still just like... On the ladder. Hig, run yellow cable! I brought you hot chocolate. Shut up, fuzzball! Hig, Hig doing important work for <laughs> magic guy. Ward. levitated up to him like a nice little teacup. He tea just cup. smacks it aside. Don't- I don't need your your poop water. 
You give Higgs poop water. I'll remember this, Hig. I storm <laughs> off. No, you won't. Your brain too small. Your little furry head. Stupid Hig not drink poop water like other coalition make him do. I'm gonna Hig have dignity now. I'm gonna mind wipe him and make him forget um, the instructions Ward gave him to fix the camera. <laughs> uh, you can try. I'm, I'm not gonna let you casually mind wipe him. Damn okay. it. You can spend the power points and you can make the rolls. But... Alright. But yeah, and thus, Charlie's descent into the dark side. He was already headed that direction. It's just really funny now. Mm -hmm. That's a yeah, 22. Well, well, first of all, let me go ahead and Darn! give you. Ouch. It's another card there, Will. Yep. Yeah. You are at your limit of three, so if you get another one, you'll have to cycle. So 22 is definitely a successful activation with a raise. <laughs> Yeah. This is Spill the Beans. The subject of your questioning tells you everything you want to know, whether by friendly persuasion, intimidation, or force. Ooh. Oh, nice. And is Mind Wipe is specifically a... Is it actually a power? Is it a mega version? No, right? Mind Wipe's a power. It does have greater... No, yeah, that's right. Mind Wipe is a power, but the, so the replacing I... the memory thing that you do. Yeah, so with a raise, wipe. I can remove a complex memory of several hours. I'm assuming because you did pay the two for greater mind wipe. No, oh, so uh, you can do that on the, the basic okay. version. Okay, because yeah, the greater mind wipe lets you do that, I guess, without a raise. Is it resisted at all? Um, I don't have all the powers. Powers opposed by victim smarts. I'll roll it. A mental struggle. Yeah, please I'll, roll I'll, those. I'm ready. I, I, I will roll it, but I don't don't <laughs> foresee this. I do have GM Bettys I can spend. Yeah, <laughs> burn them up, bud. Burn them up. Why would I waste all of them on something like this? But let's see. Uh, for those that haven't peaked yet, Higgs is smart as a D four. <laughs> Let me get it so I can wow. see. Nice. He still he got he aced it. Yeah, still I don't think I can get a twenty two. Seeing as how I'd have to ace six times in a row, yeah, it could happen. Not gonna. So you, it is harder than you'd think to do, Charlie. There's just so much rage there, especially when you're <laughs> concerned. But yeah. being that this is a technical skill he barely is holding on to at the moment, it is trivially easy for you to erase it. Boom. <laughs> Such a dick. As, as you're walking away, you hear, Why Higgs on ladder? <laughs> Human ward! Why you make Higgs get up here? What break? <laughs> Higgs break! No, Higgs, no. What did we talk about? Charlie. Damn. <laughs> you realize you probably just caused more discomfort for Ward than you did for Higgs. I feel <laughs> bad about that. Tess, what is the, the newest training montage? Oh, yeah. I'm glad you understand. Uh, so now, um, we will be putting on a blindfold. Uh, I will show her a part we will put on a blindfold. I will remove the blindfold. She will tell me what part I took from it. Okay. Got to get that notice up, chick. I will give... Go ahead and roll her notice for me at a minus two. Just to represent the sheer complexity of all these parts that she's only sort of grasping familiarity with. Oh, this all makes perfect sense. It does not make it less harrowing. Five. Oh, did somebody else roll it? She's sixteen. Okay. Yeah. I've got all of their character sheets up because they're, you know, my followers. So I was checking to make sure everything was up to date. 
So yeah, it, she actually is excelling pretty well. Like she's identifying the parts. She struggles bits remembering all the names, because like I said, it's a monumental amount of info, but she is clearly, for a backwards country hick, she is quite smart and easily picking these things up. Excellent, excellent. She still wants to see the city, and she's not gotten a chance to look at it much. It's true. She looks at it longingly outside when when you give her her like, government-mandated ten-minute break. <laughs> Don't worry, there's always next week. The city isn't going anywhere. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so I have two scenes I'd like to hit real quick. And we can definitely Good. fill in more downtime here. Uh, but one is going to involve bags. Alright. So, nearing the end of your recovery, so you're still just a little fatigued. And there is a... Your... Warning. Presence detected at door. Alright. Working again, thank god. I'm gonna pull the camera up real quick. Uh, you see what looks to be a, a human male, probably in his like early 30s, slender, hair dark with just a little bit of gray running through it, slicked back in a semi stylish kind of look. You would assume it's not really something you pay attention to. Dressed in a very like nice suit, like all just like navy blue with a slight sheen to it, so it's obviously made out of some pretty expensive fabrics. Uh, he's carrying, like, a small data pad. And the only thing that, like, kind of ruins this, like, completely presentable air is there is a little bit of, like, 5 o'clock shadow. Like, just a little bit of roguish cowboy in him, despite his fancy businessman attire. And he does look familiar. Um, so if you want to give me a common knowledge roll. Alright. Oh, yeah, I'm good at common knowledge. Oh, yeah, with a, a success and a raise. Excellent. So, yeah, you recognize this guy immediately uh, after, like, really just eyeing him up. This is Ganner Tyvek. He is the assistant mm. to the commerce chair. Yeah. Who is, of course... Elise uh, Thomas. That is her. I remember him. You've seen him in her presence on a few council meetings you've been. The uh, door buzzes again. Presence at door. Yeah, I'll, I'll go open the door. Mr. Tyvek, come on in. To what do I owe the pleasure? Surprised you recognize me, dwarf. But I guess I am rather famous around these parts. And he's kind of like eyeing your building with obvious disdain. I'm here to discuss business, specifically yours. It's about time you've uh, settled matters with your standing in the community. Do you have an office we can sit in? Or am I supposed to take a crate? And he kind of just gestures to the crates. Damn. Follow me. Of course. And uh, I will take him to the uh, dining area and pour us a glass of whiskey. Not the good stuff. That crate is hidden. And it's got a note on it, even though she should never be able to find it. But it has a note that says, Masuki, don't touch. Even <laughs> though it is hidden. Just in case she finds it one day. Real quick, give me a stealth roll. <laughs> just, so we, just so we know what, what, how well it's hidden. Just, just in case Masuki goes looking for yep. it one day. Alright, stealth roll. And it will be opposed, so you can 
Yeah. You could stick with that five, uh, or you could roll something else. Bruh. Spend bennies. Bruh. Spend a benny. Fuck you, man. Oh, no. That's hilarious. No, it's, it's cool, though. It's cool, because when I spend a benny, it gets a bonus, so it's still better. Okay. It's a seven. Okay. So okay. That's, that's what it's... You're reasonably it's sure that you've, you've got it. You found the one place she won't look, but... I guess it really just depends on how persistent she is, doesn't it? Who knows? <laughs> See if she's willing to spend a Benny to steal my whiskey again. <laughs> she just needs to learn the Japanese code word for scan for alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> so he comes in, he pulls himself out of a seat at one of the heads of the table. Kind of like sniffs the whiskey, grimaces, and just puts it down without tasting it. Oh yeah, this is going to make it really easy to turn this guy down. So, as I asked before, to what do I owe the pleasure? Oh, it's not going to be a pleasure, Mr. Flint. Oh. I'm just here well. to do the rudimentary bookkeeping about your business. You are a mercenary for hire, correct? And he's, like, pulling up his little data pad, and he's clearly going through some things on it. Sometimes. Good to know, good to know. It looks like your status as far as which guild you pledge allegiance to is questionable. Is that correct? Uh, I wouldn't say questionable. It would be undecided or unaffiliated at the moment. Yes, and it's been that way for several months now. The Commerce Guild is no longer going to tolerate you doing business under our umbrella without, well, holding our umbrella. You can get with the Guild, pay the proper dues, receive the benefits, and continue conduct business. Or you can remain unaffiliated and broke. I see. So, this is an ultimatum. Declare an affiliation? Well, it's more of a reality. Okay. I, I see. I appreciate the heads up. Is that all? Am I going to take that as a no, then? I will make my decision and do time and you make are, my affiliation known. You are aware of what siding with any other guild or even just remaining neutral will do. The rent you pray on this property, that's going to go up. Materials and supplies you purchase to maintain your company, those prices are going to soar. Any jobs that, well, the council chair would have to throw your way, probably going to dry up. You know, you'll be guarding a porta potty by the time this is done for about a half a credit an hour. And when we, we take over this land and repurpose this building, I'll probably turn it into a porta potty, to be honest. Or join. Continue to conduct your business as you see fit, minus a small monthly fee, and everybody profits. And I'm sure Elise can make sure that we get several jobs sent your way. After all, you've done such good work for the council already. But Indeed I have. Far be it from me to attempt to strong arm or intimidate a violent man such as yourself. Well, I'm not particularly violent. That's not my style, as it were. Well, but I've heard you are particularly smart, so... Mag picks up uh, the untouched whiskey that uh, he had offered to... So you get up and walk and... around to the opposite end of the table? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, well, I I kind of saw us as like he sat at the head and I sat at the side. Oh, there. so you did sit at the side. Okay. Yeah, I don't care about formalities like that. Or Mag doesn't. Justin does, by the way. Just so you know, you ever come sit at the head of my fucking table, be <laughs> just hope I kick you out instead of going to my bedroom. Okay. All right, I will fucking kill you. Good enough. 
<laughs> well, there's that. Well, we've all found Justin's hindrance. Justin, give yourself, not your character, a Benny. <laughs> all right. Excellent. I need a reroll for tomorrow. Um, no. Uh, yeah, so I take his uh, untouched glass and I pour it into mine and uh, take a long drink. I don't particularly take well to being threatened. Uh, whatever goodwill Commerce Guild may have experienced from me is definitely dampened by your manner, Mr. Tyvek. Oh, I'm sure I'll be reprimanded. While a little company like the, like mine may not seem much to you, we're a tough nut to crack. So pray that you do not regret this day, sir. He just—he literally just scoffs. Mr. Flint, to be honest, I'm going to forget about you as soon as I walk out this door. I mean, I'll remember you for a few minutes when I'm logging my notes and your business collapses around you, but then you're just going to be another unpleasant memory of a time I had to lower myself to come into a place like this. Marl doesn't need people like you. And in a few months, I won't have to worry about you being here ruining my city. Good day, Mr. Flint. Well, for me. Aye, aye. Enjoy your day. Go fuck yourself. I got people to do that for me. (laughs) And he just kind of waves without looking back and just shows himself out. That's good, because I was going to have Hig show him out. He's in luck. Let's get a little bit last bit of info. It's been several days since Charlie mentioned he was being followed. Karis told you, Flint, that it seems like it was a little frog friend of his. Oh. But, uh, and she also returns your 15 credits. Because she's not a thief. <sighs> but does anybody else... I mean, and Charlie's been mostly absent. I mean, I assume he's come in to check that you should see if she could, you know... Yeah. Go look at the city. But no, she has to memorize parts, Charlie. She appreciates the offer. And again, looks wistfully at you and, and up at the city in the distance. <laughs> she hasn't even got to like check out your nearest neighbors, which aren't very close, since you are at the literal outskirts. It's yeah. a hard knock line. Yes. <laughs> As her brutal taskmistress stands by, not enjoying this unsanctioned break time that Charlie has foisted upon her pupil. You yeah. forgot to mention that Yusha was a redhead. I didn't realize. <laughs> it's poor. Oh, she has white hair. Yeah, but probably the... come in, say a bunch of stuff she doesn't really understand, but sounds really interesting. And then oh leave. yeah. Like... Uh, but other than those occasional check-ins, Charlie has not really been around. He's been hanging out with his buddy, enjoying his animal friend, showing him clinics, places to get good foods. Places to get Probably, therapy. Hopefully, like he's not like being as reckless with money around him. <laughs> so that, he doesn't have any more. Right. I mean, like, hopefully, he's, he's not setting that example. Because <laughs> I think no. Flint, Flint would be proud of Smack's frugality. Yeah, but he's never had money. It's yeah. true. Unlike Charlie, who's really only been alive for a couple, maybe a year or two. Yeah. Smax mm-hmm. has been alive a little bit longer, and life was a lot... He didn't have psychic powers to get him free. Right. So having money is... He's hoarding and cherishing every credit in a grip that would make Flint blush with pride. <laughs> but, Char- but Charlie has not been around, so has anybody been concerned? I mean, you do know he was being followed. 
Flint, you were told it was apparently this frog boy. Masuki, you were not told this unless Flint tells you. Right, but also but I, was, you, I wasn't there when he was talking about being followed either. No, but you do yeah. remember you know, creepy counselor Rosalind outside his chambers the oh, night you resurrected true. Yusha. Oh, I forgot about it, that, dude. Yeah, in that case, we and would it, take yeah. Charlie home every night. There's no way I'm just going to let him walk out there. Alright, so anybody who would take a shift walking Charlie home can give me another notice roll. Um, that's... If you, or if one of you would like to just support the other one, you can. Because I'm still And for you guys, it's only going to be a minus two. <laughs> so yeah, even you should could support you if you want to test. But, but your notice roll will be yeah. made at minus two. When Masuki is uh, taking her leave to walk Charlie home, Mag's gonna kind of like lean over to her. And the boy is uh, the boy's naive. You know he doesn't understand the dangers of the city. Keep a good eye out for him. Oh, always. Yeah, uh, are, you so, out of, are you out of Benny's yet? No, I just blew my first okay. one <laughs> to make sure that. Well, only, okay, so you got a with the minus two. That would be a six. So that's yes. a success. So. We'll say, like, three days before the description I just gave. So Mags is just kind of, um, like, the day after your second surgery, we'll say. Mm-hmm. And are you bringing Yusha to us? Is this how she gets to see the city? Would you uh, drag her to a, a pitch-black corridor? Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> at least for the time being. <laughs> to a girl raised in open farm country, being inside the ship is intimidating and a little scary, but also full of wonder. But uh, as you're walking Charlie home, and you're kind of like, I mean, Charlie, how do you feel about this escort? Like, is it just nice to see Yusha? Do you even realize you're being babysat? I probably don't. I'm probably just, like, really excitedly talking to Yusha about, like, yeah, and that's the spot where, like, you know, I'm just happy to be with Masuki. And it's late at night, so it's, you know, and Charlie is in a kind of less traveled part of the ship. And and as I've stated before, the hallway leading to his little nook is not lit. Right, but so yeah. if you, but I imagine by this point, Masuki would be bringing her own light, that kind of thing. Oh yeah, definitely. You should. You want to see my blanket? Like, <laughs> yeah, like he showed. Charlie shows off his his blanket, his straw mat, like his <laughs> his candy wrappers, whatever he's got in there, whatever <laughs> passes for a memento. Yeah. And as you're leaving with uh, Yusha, and Charlie is settling in for a, a night of sleep, Masuki notices all along the floor in the hallway but definitely more so in front of Charlie's door. There are numerous scratch marks. And they go a little bit below just the paint. And this is a hefty material this floor is made out of. And you do remember that Counselor Rosalind did not have human feet, nor did he wear shoes. So with that information, Tess, are you going to share any of that with Flint? I'm going to share it all with Flint <laughs> because Masuki's probably hot that Flint sent Charlie off to get a fucking camera system. No camera system was bought. Nobody followed up on it. <laughs> you know how Charlie is, Mags. You know how Charlie is. In all fairness, it was Karis that gave me the report that they found the culprit who was following him. I had kind of forgotten about that fucking cat. Uh, so is anybody doing anything over the next three days to buff up Charlie's security? Yeah, we're gonna get him a real for real camera. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna build that camera regardless. Right, so mark off the five thousand credits. Yeah. Wow, nobody's really following him. Okay. That's good. Watch the go. Give me a notice roll as you review the footage. Okay. 
Let me know if you get a raise. I did not get a raise. I will re-roll. Ba -ba -ba. I got a raise. Two raises. That was my last penny. I hope it was well spent. I think so. So, the first day or two, you don't really notice anything. But on the day of my horrible, horrible, impending doom for Charlie, we'll say that afternoon, you're looking at the footage, mags, and, like, you're basically having to watch, you know, 16 hours of footage a day here, fast forward. And, and, but you have nothing else to do. I mean, you're laid out. You're still recovering from your surgery. Uh, I already counted all the gold and all, yeah. the, all the gems. Three times. <laughs> but it's like 16 <laughs> hours of Charlie footage. Yeah, so it's like weird <laughs> places, going all sorts of stuff. And he's hanging out with this frog kid, and I, to your own conclusion, but I feel like Mags would probably be annoyed very quickly by Smacks, but yeah. that's just me. <laughs> but um, Although you are correct that Mag is very proud of his frugality. Yeah, like that's what he is frugal. They don't spend, they maybe spend 20 credits in the entire three days together. <laughs> and they're you eating. Some haggle somebody down from from five credits to three credits and yeah. like, I it helps my own he, heart. He's eating low quality food because it's still better than anything he's had. But you notice in one of these little trips, the camera just barely at the edge, you see a Roslyn very far away, but clearly staring at Charlie's back where the camera is situated. And you see that, let's say, that morning. All right. And you see him pop up again later that day um, in a less trafficked place. But he's like definitely like, you only catch him that time because you just catch a glint of gold in the shadows. Alright. So that would definitely concern Mag and be considered all very, very mm, off-putting behavior. So I feel like he would want to do something to make sure that Charlie is safe. What mm -hmm. are you doing? What are you setting up? Are you yeah. do you speak trying to speak with the Rosalind first or are you just gonna set up defenses? I don't think I would contact him ahead of time. Okay. I think Mag is more the I wanna catch him red handed thing. But yeah. I I would say that we are positioned in places, various hidden places attempting to catch a Rosalind in the act there. Charlie. Mm-hmm. Give me another notice roll at minus six. Dang. Alright, I'm going to spend a Benny. going to spend a Benny. That's my last Benny. So. Okay. So yeah, not quite. So you, over the last few days, how much time have you been spending with Smack? Uh, quite a bit. Okay, I'd cool. Say. So like, he's kind of how he was pre presented. Very obsequious to you. He seems very happy to be in your presence. Constantly afraid of everything. He shows you this little, like water reservoir he's taken over <laughs> like it's full of like mold and grime but like to him it's like a paradise cause it's, <laughs> you know it's not dry Texas air yeah. but you fail to notice a critical clue on your way back to your home one night mm. bum, bum, bum. and you're safe tucked away in your little like straw mat in your little blanket and you don't hear the first sounds of something squeezing its way as it very gently lifts, like, the plastisteel kind of covering that guards your entrance and slides it to the side. You don't hear the gentle, slow, deliberate pace of one foot falling another 
taking several minutes to move even an inch or two, making just sure not to wake you. You certainly don't see an arm raise in the night, blade reflecting off the very faint light of whatever you have in here to see by as it stands above you. And then you also don't see the golden glowing eyes in the darkness. And we'll pick up from there next time. You better not fucking kill Charlie in the middle of the night with goddamn counselor of the hybrid animals. I guess we'll find out. Thank you for making it to the end, folks. Wow. A lot of stuff. And uh, I'm a little worried about Charlie. This has been episode 10 of The Big Guns Rise Extra Rise. Uh, as you all probably know, we're playing uh, Savage Rifts uh, using the Pinnacles Savage Worlds rule set and Palladium's Rifts World. We love playing. We hope you love listening. If you do, we have opened up an email address to send feedback or comments or just say hello or tell me what a dick I am. Whatever. Um, it is in our dreams podcasts at gmail.com. The link is in the show notes. So check it out. Tell us what you think. All right, guys. It's been great. We'll see you in the next stream. Yeah. Oh, you're Look, a son of a bitch. I don't know Jason. why. You're, yeah, I don't know why you're trying to kill us all off. It's not gonna be different <laughs> if Charlie dies. Masuki's still rampaging. Except for now, I have to burn this town to the ground. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess we'll see next week. Well, we? <gasps> uh, but, but thank you very much, everybody. It was a lot of fun. I liked. I liked your little misfit band of toys here <laughs> so I guess next yeah. week we'll, we'll, we'll figure out Charlie's funeral arrangements and we'll do some stuff with God, you shut your dirty mouth <laughs> I'll, I'll start writing another eulogy Jesus Christ how many of these do I have to deliver <laughs> <laughs>